InnerCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock. And with me in the Motor City Gaming Studio, Jazzy Fiddle. Jazzy Fiddle. I just said that. I know, but I had to say it better. You didn't give me a, a proper intro. It needs to be more hype than that. And producer, the Deadite Knight. I'll bring my own hype. <laughs> <laughs> I Very like good. that. Very good. <laughs> I control the hype. <sighs> and then we have a very special guest. The one, the only. You've heard the myths. You've heard the questions sent in by this mythical creature. Ultra Beast. Ultra Beast. Pokeyel! Pokeyel in the house. <laughs> Give her the horns. Give her the horns. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, man. Thank Get you. hyped. Three coins and a horn. That's the best we've ever gotten this year. <laughs> That's yeah. the highest And well-deserved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to episode 134 of the GameZilla podcast. How you been doing, Jazzy? I've been doing all right. I've been doing all right. I've uh, I got sucked into uh, some Dishonored two. You did really trying to. I, well, I was playing Dishonored one, and okay. I made it about halfway through, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I know the rest of the storyline. Like, it, it's pretty clear where this is going. So let me play the new stuff. So I threw in two, and I've made it through about three and a half missions, and. I'm trying to play through it without killing anybody. Yeah, you're insane. So, I've played the first three, haven't killed anybody. I don't know how people are going to play this game with without having the alerts, like people without alerting people, because <laughs> I like try not to alert people as well, and it's just so hard. Like I, at some point you get seen, like you just can't. Yeah, that I, that trophy, as far as uh, <laughs> don't be seen. You got You have to be a pro. Plus, in the beginning of the game, they give you the option to go through the game without using any powers. Like, if you could beat this game without killing anybody... Oh, yeah, no powers, Without too. being seen... Yeah. ...and without using powers, I want to meet that person. If you did that, then why did you even play this game? Because every fun aspect of it, you took out. Exactly. Uh, I, oh, oh this, just, this just came in. Producer, uh, producer Deadite Knight has let me know that I'm a idiot. This is episode 133. Ooh. I just skipped the the odd number because I knew Jazzy wouldn't like it. We got to do that. We got to take care of Jazzy. Yeah, Jazzy's yeah. not a fan of these odd numbers. so Jazzy will put the number in the dock from now on so that you don't forget. Yeah, well, normally I get it. I've, I've made 132 correct episodes. Often I'm the one that has no idea what episode this is. <laughs> yeah. And you're the producer, <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm fantastic. Like, yeah. I go with whatever number he 78. says. Uh, that was like 40 episodes ago. <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> Wow, time has flied. <laughs> Flown, flied, floated. Floated, floated. Floated, I like we'll go it. Floated. It just ghosted away. So, uh, Dishonored 2, been playing that. Anything else? Yes, and then uh, I had a really good run at that until I got some early access, and then my life was just over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I uh, had some early access to Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. 
Yeah, and holy did. hell, I think we should both just kind of talk about this a little bit because I know you got some as well, mm-hmm. and I'm going to lose my life to this game. Yeah, so um, we haven't talked a lot about Final Fantasy 15 because we were very unsure about this game, and boy, were we wrong. Like, I'm happy that I was wrong, but we got uh, about a week early access on this game. We've been putting some time into it, and it's it's the Final Fantasy that everybody deserves. It's, it's what everybody's been waiting for. I mean, even if you're not a Final Fantasy like fan, I think you'll enjoy this game. Yeah. It's just it says that. it in the beginning of the game. It does. Like, it just for says, new Final Fantasy fans or the no, old says, fans. It says Final Fantasy fans and first timers and first timers. Yes, yeah. and I I completely understand it and I agree with it. But um, it's yeah. I, from the get-go, the tutorial that you go through, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, this is pretty, but I don't know. And then the second you get out to the real world, you're just you're just blown away. Every, yep. every aspect, from the mechanics to the visuals to the music, uh, all the way down to uh, the early story that we've which we've only scratched just the surface. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I've played through two chapters, thoroughly enjoying it. I feel I've I've gotten a, a hand towards the second half of Chapter 2 on the fight mechanics, and I can say, so if you, if you don't want to hear, too bad, but there's going to be a spoiler. They took out, in this game, the one thing that I had a huge problem with in Final Fantasy, and that was turn-based fighting. Well, we already knew that. So we've known that for like a year and a half. The way that they've blended it, though. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert! If you haven't been list, if you've been under a rock for a year, <laughs> like Jazzy, exactly. I'm sorry, Jazzy. The- I'm not being nice. To you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is the way that they blend. There is still some sort of like turn aspect to it, but they blend it with the open world fight concept, and it's just beautifully done. I don't even know if I would call any turn-based action to this. It's like The Witcher. It's like there's. It's weird. It's hack and slash, but where you need to have strategy, and that's where I, I guess you right. feel a little bit of turn-based to it. It's not God of War. It's not even Witcher, where you can just go in and just you know mash the button as fast as you can, and you're going to come out the other side. You have to think about your fight, but at the same time, it's enjoyable, and. That's what I, I keep going back to The Witcher. I keep going back to like some of these open world games that I've enjoyed, and that's what this feels like, just like on a whole other level, though. Yeah, I like how at the end of the battles too, they grade you, like how well you did defensively, how well you did offensively, how long it took you, how yeah, your, the finesse of the battle, like yeah, and that definitely gives pays you know pays tribute to older uh, Final Fantasy games, but. And I guess that's my whole thing is that even though it's so different, it still feels like Final Fantasy, and that's and that's important. So, um, the characters that I know nothing about, I'm interested in. I want to know more about about them. I want to see this journey they're going on. So it drives me to uh, probably put. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna put triple digits in hours in this game. So this is a game that if you're gonna if you're gonna go for it. You're gonna put if if you're really gonna explore this world, it's gonna you're gonna put a hundred plus hours into this game. Yep. Even the side missions. Like, the side missions, they can get a little repetitive. Like, hey, go do this, and then you go back, and it's like, okay, well, go do this. And it's the same thing you just did, but they're different enough to where it's like, 
go kill this beast. And then you come back, it's like, okay, well, now go kill this beast. And it's a different beast, so you have to strategically go at it differently. Like, you can't fight this beast the same way you fought the other ones. So it's enough difference to where it's not making it feel real repetitive. Right. Now, we're talking four to six hours into this game. So as far as repetitiveness, we will have a better feel a week down the road when, you know, we're 20, 30 in, and we're like, okay, you know what? The side quests are bullshit. But... Nonetheless, everything I've touched down to pl- going into a cafe, uh, a uh, restaurant and playing a pinball game has been fun. Yep. Uh, mechanically, everything works. Driving the car, it, it feels good. Everything that, like, some of these open worlds, when, like, they try to add so much, the quality of the mechanics seem to fall off in certain areas. It really feels polished. It really seems... Like they, you know, they really spent their time. Which, given they've how long is how long has this game been in development? So, uh, I would hope things work well. And then, lastly, I'll say playing it on the PS4 Pro in HDR is uh, it, it's the best game I've ever it, that I've ever seen. Like I used to say that the Order was the best game I've ever seen visually, and it still is very good. But it's not an open world free free roam game like this is and this looks amazing so i'm i'm super impressed with it to the point where the collector's edition that i had acquired um and didn't think i was going to keep i'm keeping it now so, so i'm like so that i just bitched about 270 dollars collector's editions and i'm this is what i'm keeping so good job square enix if we look back to last week's muster bust I remember Jazzy said that, yeah, I'll pick it up, but not at launch. I'm going to wait a little bit and play through some other games right now. <laughs> yep. And then you were like, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll go out and buy the $90 collector's edition. So uh, just a you know, few hours of gameplay definitely changed your guys' tune. Yeah, I had that had that opportunity for early access. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll give this a try. And, yeah, it sucked me right in. It, it's that good of a game. Most of the team got to play play uh, this this game. So, uh Brick Bitch is obsessed. She's hooked. Uh it's right up her right up her alley as far as style of game. Uh we had Xander playing it, we had Chops playing it and every uh, we haven't heard anything negative about it. So, from the team, everybody on the team has been able to get early access. They everyone's has been won over by this. So, this is this is a big this is big news for Square Enix, it's big news for the Final Fantasy IP that's been dying for a good Final Fantasy game, and if you were on the fence, I would tell you to go pick this game up as soon as you can. Yeah, and just to make another note of it, I know we've already said it, but even if you're not a Final Fantasy fan, you're just a fan of an RPG type of game, try this game. Yeah, because this game could not be, like, it feels like Final Fantasy, like I said, but if you took Final Fantasy off the cover and you put on some brand new IP, it still would be a great... This game, like, yes, it would be a great game. Would it sell as many copies? Probably not, because people would know what it is, but it, it's that good, so. All right, well, that's that's all that I've been playing, because it literally took my life over. I fit in a little bit of Destiny, but uh, it, it's just been Final Fantasy. What about uh, what about the Deadite Knight? Well, as we know, today we're going to be talking some Pokemon, so I've been training hard and loving that game, and uh, the other thing, I made the mistake, and this is the first time since being married to Pokiel that she really experienced what my relationship with Borderlands is like, 
because she came home and I, I decided I never beat the pre-sequel. So I was like, I want to get through the final mission of the main story, beat the boss battle, um, and just, I wanted to do that. And she watched me go into a time portal that felt like an hour, and she's like, you were just playing Borderlands for three and a half hours. I was like, no, and I look up and it's dark out, I go, what happened? We were supposed to eat hours ago, and she's like, yeah, I was doing other things, and you just kept playing, and I don't know what happened. And there went my entire... Sunday night. I had no no idea what happened. So uh, it actually felt really good getting back into Borderlands, but I realized how dangerous that is with the uh, the amount of free time I have nowadays. I, I can't go full full board into Borderlands again. One day you're going to finish Borderlands, look in the mirror, and see a white beard. Yeah, absolutely. It could very much be like that. Um, and you can never finish Borderlands. I lost a girlfriend because of Borderlands. Like, legitimately, back when the first Borderlands came out, there was a, there was a relationship destroyed because of that game. Because, uh, you don't, God you just, bless Borderlands. You <laughs> yes. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that relationship. <laughs> I know, God I know. bless Borderlands. <laughs> I love Borderlands more now than I ever have before. The, so do I, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that game... Man, I got lost in that game. And, and I think we talked about it earlier. The, the reason is is because there's no, like... You don't have to ever really stop. No, you know, there's no like like you were talking about Destiny. It's like yeah, you know, you're in between matches or you're in between missions. It, it breaks it up, but like Borderlands, it's just like I'll just I'll just get to that area. I'll just I'll just go open that. I'll just go over here and the before and you just keep it just keeps going and just snowballing into this. You know, like you said, four hour fest of like where did the time go? And it's the missions are so fun and oh, the yeah. replayability is so high because the vault hunters are so diverse. No, the game. I mean, the game is so diverse. Yeah, um, and you're playing. I mean, you're playing. The, the I guess you're playing the worst one out of all of them. Yeah, I know. And, and we're still talking like this. So yeah. I mean, it, it's a great. It's a great series. If you have not played Borderlands, you need to go pick up the pick up the uh, handsome collection. It's super cheap now around the holidays. Yeah. It's like one of the like bargain games to to get here for the holidays. A lot of places are selling it fifteen twenty bucks. Yeah, it's and it's for two of the best games of their generation with all the dlc uh, upgraded for the ps4 and xbox one yeah it's fantastic so oh okay well what about our guest i can i can guess what you might have been playing but why don't you tell us i've been playing pokemon oh uh, i was Sun, wrong specifically I was wrong. and uh ethan and i played donkey kong on the wii and what's the boss's name that we were up against? So so we have Donkey Kong Country right. downloaded for from the virtual console on the Wii. Right. And we made it to King K. Rule. King K. Cruel, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> good pun. That was poor. <laughs> okay, first of all. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. He leads you on to believe that you've beaten him after going through these cannonballs and all of his chaos and then the credits roll but they're not really credits as we know in nintendo games you have to like beat the boss once or twice and so he kind of came back to life and screwed us and we never beat the uh, level yet but we'll try this week so i'm i have to i'm really confused first of all what game have you been playing donkey kong country no that's not what you really call it monkey kong okay monkey kong. keep going you've called it other names 
I want all the Danky Kang. Yeah, Danky Kang. Yeah, yeah. Mankey Kang, yep. Monkey Kong. We've referred to three DS. Monkey's DSs. the game. Monkey's yeah. the game. That one, yep. Uh, and when we initially got three DSs, it was like it was the first game that I bought for the three DS. Yeah, first right. game I bought for the 3DS. Right. So we referred to our 3DSs as monkey machines because okay. that's what we played on them. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot Perfect. about that. Okay. We are gross. Yeah. We're very I just really wanted to get that out there so people realize how jacked we up we are. We play video really games are. like monkeys and we make love like monkeys. It's true. They're doing it right now. It's uh, it's quite weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was me paying them just to watch. <laughs> Anyways. One coin. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've been playing. Uh, you've been playing Pokemon. That's right. Lots of Pokemon. Sun or Moon? I'm on Sun. Sun. Okay. Were you even listening? No. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Just like when I talk. Right. I ignore everything you say. I only ignore some things that she says. <laughs> but thanks. All right. Well, that's what we've been playing. You can always let us know what you guys are playing. Head on over to the Gamezilla podcast page on Facebook. And we all interact there. It's where you can influence the show, have uh, some fun conversations with all the members of the GameZilla podcast and the Motor City Gaming group. But um, let's uh, let's get into some news. Shocker, we have more Switch news. Zelda might not be that far away. And a Christmas event is just around the corner. All this and more on the GameZilla podcast. Now listen, while my wife's here, I'm going to ask her some questions. Uh, Pokey L. Yes? When, <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I go through my life, I get pretty dirty and pretty filthy. And how bad, how, how bad does my beard smell and how gross does it get? It's not the best. Not the, the best. <laughs> not the best. But when I use my products that I bought at DetroitBeardCollective.com, mm. my beard becomes it's fresher and healthier and smells better true or false true it smells like floral cedar yes and your beard can smell like cedar as well by shopping at detroitbeardcollective.com get yourself some beard shampoo beard balm beard elixir beard combs they have great uh, gift sets for the holidays and subscribe with a beard crate all of that can be yours with the discount by using the code MCGAMING at checkout. That is 20% off orders, $25 or more at DetroitBeardCollective.com. It's a website. It is a website with the promo code of MCGAMING. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Oh, we got some monster stories. I had a lot of stories for this show, but I had to cut it down because producer said, you're fired if you bring that much to the show. So we got nine stories. You told me to bring five? I brought nine. Fuck them. But that is <laughs> how most of our conversations go. I'm like, hey, I'd like that slice of pizza. And then, you know, tells me to piss off and then he eats it. Or sometimes I wipe my ass with it, and then I give it to you. <laughs> oh, that, you told me you ordered a chocolate chip pizza. <laughs> yep. But then well. it takes it back. No, it's mine. <laughs> On that note, GameStop. No, just <laughs> oh! GameStop CEO seemingly confirms Nintendo Switch motion controls. Womp womp. Okay, so uh, we've long thought. Yeah, there we go. There's been a lot of a lot of speculation that motion controls could be coming to the Nintendo uh, future future console here 
because it's been on their last two consoles. Uh, a comment made on a GameStop investor relations call seems to have confirmed a so far unannounced feature for the upcoming Nintendo Switch, motion controls. While discussing the console's features uh, have the potential to expand the gaming audience in a similar way to the Nintendo Wii. The U.S. retailer CEO Paul Raines said, A movement-related game is more fun for kids. You know, taking those accessories off. The detachable Joy-Con pads, maybe. You can really do a lot of interesting things that's in gameplay. We all know we're tired of it. We don't want it anymore. But, you know, hey. What, what is GameStop? GameStop knows everything, I guess. Right? Right, Jazzy? You love GameStop. Man. I don't know. You can find out how much Jazzy loves GameStop on our blog. Yeah. Just, just not, <laughs> not their fan right now. Head on over to MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. And check out the latest blog post by Jazzy. Don't check it out. Read it. Yeah, sorry. Check it out, though. And... All right. So, what do you guys think, first of all? Motion controls. It's interesting they care about the kids liking motion controls because they show no children in their Who do video. they show? Just millennials, mostly. They show, they show L's. It's like L after L. It's just a bunch of pokey L's <laughs> playing Switch together, yeah. like four of them. Just a bunch of ditto pokey L's. <laughs> She's that Asian girl waving to her friends on the rooftop like, Oh, oh hello! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I um, don't see this being far off. I mean, no. the information that we did get about the Switch already... We had the leak of patent suggestions before that we know are now in the Switch. This motion control did have a patent suggestion, so I guess we wait until January when they uh, release it on their Direct, but I have a feeling that that's exactly what this is. Yeah, there's a chance that they aren't the uh, Joy-Cons, though, um, because Nintendo President has previously explained that some hardware accessories have not been shown off yet so maybe these motion controls could be in addition to the joy cons uh just because when you look at these devices they don't necessarily look like they're going to be the best you know wiimotes in in a way when's the last time nintendo did that though like sold a separate unit off its console or you think it's part of a different piece of the console no they've already come out and said that there's going to like the president of nintendo has said there are hardware accessories you have not seen yet by Nintendo, so this this weird controller where you know the the little controllers slide off and attach to a different controller, like they're like that's just like the tip of the iceberg. They're gonna have other things that you're gonna be able to buy that's gonna slide onto those same, you know, those same hookups. They're gonna give you diff- yeah different capabilities. So I'm including th- the you know, dildo switch. It's possible Nintendo is really trying to mature. Every so. lady's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> now, I wonder. If there was someone at Nintendo thinking the Wii has a massive install base, what if we made it where Wiimotes could sync up to it for the motion control? No, let's not do that. Let's just move on. That's it's dead. Saying. It's dead technology. It's time. Even if you're gonna, even if it's the same technology, just put it in a new like appearance, so that I don't even think that you're trying to do that. Like, stop, please. No, they're gonna do it. They're gonna let you down. They're Nintendo. Yeah, well, they got my hopes up real high, so you hold your tongue. <laughs> yeah, well, the uh, president of GameStop also announced that he that he got to use the console already and said it's a very interesting device. Uh, I think it's really tremendous. It's got a great potential, and it is going to be a game changer. Uh, I, I don't know why you would say anything else because you you know probably would be sued by Nintendo, and you're you know 
the CEO of the biggest game company. Yeah, not to mention <laughs> you're probably going to be a primary seller of this system. Like, oh yeah, this uh, this system's lackluster. Come buy it at one of my GameStops. I was about to say you're not you're not probably you. I mean, your GameStop, you right. are. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm. I just hope whatever they do with motion controls, it's optional. Don't don't give me anything that requires motion control because you instantly just you instantly lose points for that in my in my book. All right. Following up with Zelda, we have heard rumors that it is potentially not going to be a launch title. That's probably true. And it's almost true. Yeah, it's been like confirmed, but but it's still technically not confirmed by Nintendo. So um, what we have right now is that Zelda Breath of the Wild retailers listing indicates a June launch. So another leak here um, coming out of Target that the Wii U version of Breath of Fire of the uh, Breath of the Wild, sorry, Breath of Fire, Breath of Fire of the Wild will release on June 13th. The listing adds uh, weight to the recent rumor that Zelda may not be a Nintendo Switch launch game, while a new Mario game might be the launch game instead. Uh, a lot of speculation that the 3D Mario is actually going to be a launch title, and then it's it's finished, and we just you know, no one knows. It better be finished. They've been working on it for like five years. No one knew that they were working on it. It was what well, it was supposed to launch for the Wii U. There was a yeah. 3D World Mario 3D 3D World. World was supposed to launch for the Wii U, and then they they it trashed it, it, it. And it, I bet you they did. Mario oh, 3D World is on the Wii U. It's a game that you can go out and buy and play on your Wii U for the last three years. All this no, but I'm saying all the there was spec- another one. Yeah, all the speculation is that this game was for the Wii U. There's no proof that this was ever that for it was the Wii U. Ever. Okay. This is but 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 realistically, when you think of when World came out, and that this was very well developed for the Wii U. They the Wii U they had already accepted the Wii U was a failure and they they put it on the back burner and you know pretty it up and or they're throwing it out for a launch title. Which is fine. I mean, you put a Mario game out at launch, that's huge. Mario game at launch is going to sell more copies than than Zelda will. Period. Is it possible? And I highly doubt this, and I don't agree with it, but I'm going to play devil's advocate. Is it possible since this leak was for the Wii U version that they still launch the Nintendo Switch version of Zelda nope. and then l- give it to the Wii U later. Nope. Absolutely not. The Wii U will be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't, yeah. They're not even going to make it anymore after March, dead. right? Yeah. It's already dead. They're it's not already, making anymore. They yeah. stopped like three weeks ago. In, well, in Japan. They're, they're still making they make, them here. Do they make them here? No, the Wii U is out of production. Nintendo, I thought that was just in Japan. Nintendo, I think they only make it in Japan and then ship it. And then yeah. ship it here, yeah. so it's just I don't, I don't think we have a Wii U factory somewhere in New Mexico or anything like that. Ah, you'd be surprised. I hope not, because a bunch of people are about to lose their jobs. Because <laughs> they're not going to build a Switch there. It's just bad voodoo. So, um, yeah, anyways, the, the idea of a Mario, 3D Mario, which the world was good, but it wasn't a... I, I don't, I don't want to call it a 3D Mario. It was still like... 2D. You were, it was. It was like on a. It was linear, you know. Because it was it sort wasn't. of based off the concepts they brought in for 3D Land. Yeah. Which was a. 2D with 3D graphics. It, yeah. It, the the levels were th- part of it was like the 3D classic Mario 64 style Mario, but it all felt like it was on a really linear map, where it didn't you know. 
it felt yeah. like a 2D Mario. It wasn't a Sunshine. It wasn't a Galaxy. It wasn't 60, Mario 64. And, and a lot of speculation from the snippets that we've seen of this new Mario is that we are getting a true 3D Mario yeah. game. And then it very well could be uh, bundled. This could, they're also talking about this possibly being the bundle. More leaning towards Splatoon being the bundle. But um, I think it's smarter if they do Splatoon. Because you're, see, go- I, you're see, going to get people. I, 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 I disagree so. highly. You're gonna buy. Are you gonna buy a Nintendo Switch, Jazzy? Absolutely, absolutely, right? Yeah. So, are you? Would you buy a Mario game? Absolutely. Okay. So why bundle it with the system then? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they should bundle the spl- bundle it with Splatoon, the Switch, and then oh, sell okay. the Mario. I, I thought game. you were talking about. They're different. gonna make more money off the Mario yeah. game than they will Splatoon. Yeah, absolutely. Then I then I 100 agree with you, Jazzy. You're yeah. the smartest man I know. But do you? But you don't think that they would? Nah, the Switch is gonna sell it regardless. It doesn't matter what <laughs> yeah. they bundle with. Yeah, Splatoon is a great game, but the problem is, is that like because of the Wii U not having a ton of sales, people don't know what it is. If if you're thinking from Nintendo, from a long, let, let's look at the long term for Nintendo with this. If you bundle Splatoon with the Switch, that has the install base that now Wii Sports had. Every person in the world has played Wii Sports. You put Splatoon in with the Switch, now every person in the world has played Splatoon. Especially considering that they also advertised what looked like eSports Correct. for Splatoon. That's how you build that community, It's just give it out with the system. Yeah, that's genius, actually. It's yeah. really smart. Yeah. And they've uh, some of the rumors have been the Splatoon unique uh, concept where it's gonna be, you're going to have a one-on-one mode where you're going to be able to play between two Switch units um, and uh, showing a lot of the Switch functionality between two units. So that I mean, that'd be pretty cool. And I guess it's also smart for them to hand out a game right out the gate with the system that shows off what the system can do. Mm-hmm. At a fan level, though, it kind of stinks because traditionally you get a Mario bundle with your system. Like, they did it for every Nintendo system, pretty much. They haven't done it since maybe well, Super Nintendo? Well, no, because Nintendo ended up coming out with one. Super Nintendo, the GameCube had one. No, GameCube never had one. I thought they had, um, or was that, was that Sunshine? Sunshine was never Sunshine was a bundle. bundle. I don't think Sunshine was out at launch either. It wasn't, no. Luigi's so they, Mansion was the launch title, and yeah. I don't think there were Luigi Mansion bundles. The, yeah, your bundles. There was a bundle on the Wii U with 3D World. Oh, okay. Yeah. But was that at it launch? Was li- no, it was late. That's as far as launch goes, you got yeah, NES. Launch, no. I don't even know if Super Nintendo did it. Did they have one? Maybe, maybe not. May- I, again, I, again, Game Boy was bundled talking, with Tetris. We're talking launch, though, only, right? Yeah. Yeah, if we're talking launch... NES 64? No, no 64, def- 64 did not. Because 64 also only had like six games at launch. I, didn't, I thought it was like three. It I might it was been, Pilot Wings, yeah, Mario right, 64. Right. It was three. I'm and sorry. Wave Runner. Wave Race 64. Wave Race 64. Yep, yep. Um, man, I don't know. Yeah, I, they, they don't. Out the gate, they don't bundle them. And then Wii Sports. I mean, Wii Sports was with the Wii. Did, did, uh, did they have a. Nintendo Land bundle? Yes. The, yeah, because yes. you bought it. You had the Nintendo Land yeah. bundle. Yeah, if you bought the deluxe version of the Wii U, it came with Nintendo Land. Mm-hmm. Yep, I mean, if they're true. smart, what they're going to do is they're going to bundle the Switch with the Splatoon, they're going to force people to buy Mario, and then a couple months down the road when they have their next big wave of Switches, because obviously they're not going to produce a whole bunch of them at launch, they're going to bundle it with Zelda. I'm really excited for Metroid Do Prime it. Federation Force HD. 
Don't throw it. Don't throw it. My <laughs> wife's here. Don't throw it. <laughs> throw it. <laughs> yes. I'll save it for later. You're just, just warming me up right now. All right. Well, let's let's move on. I'm excited for the Switch. There's all sorts of speculation about Mario Kart being there at launch. All, all these Wii U games basically getting a nice little upgrade update. And Captain Toad. Captain Toad. I'd be down. Captain I love Captain Toad. Toad. Great so game. Great game. So we'll see how it all goes, but I'm super pumped. I think, uh, I think Splatoon's a smart move. I'll buy Mario Solo and Zelda coming out in June, if that is the case. You're, you're talking what? Two months after launch, I'm okay with that. As long as you, as long as you give me three a, to four months, but it de- it yeah. depends on what calendar you're looking at. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Three months. <laughs> it's not four months. It depends on what time in the month. Eh, whatever. If the we, I'm going the, with two if months. The Switch launches yourself. early March, and then Zelda's late June. It's almost four months. But it's not though. We're going to assume that the Switch is going to launch on the tenth because it's Mario Day. I mean, that'd be smart, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's so it's a three months and six days. I hope that's not the case because we will be not here to get our Switch. Right. I hope it is the case so I can be the only one that gets a Switch. Man, that would suck. I well, will cut me. you. No, yeah. I'll get two. <laughs> Ellen and I will each get one. That's smart that's right. because if you get one, you won't have one. That's true. L will. <laughs> it's my <laughs> Christmas <mine>. gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. True. Next up, we have uh, Gearbox news. CEO teases that Duke Nukem announcement is coming next week. From Gearbox. From Gearbox. Oh, do they buy? They have yes. They have some form of licensing yeah. to Duke Nukem right now. Gearbox is planning to reveal something Duke Nukem related next Thursday, December 1st. The hint comes from CEO Randy Pitchford responding to a fan's interest in a Duke Nukem Gears of War crossover. So it's interesting. Some random guy just, you know, tweeting about Gears of War and how it'd be cool to add uh, some DLC. And basically he responds with, on December 1st, we are announcing something you might really enjoy. They're adding Duke Nukem to Battleborn. I swear to God, you were thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to add him into like the the solo missions. Oh, there's no way. Character. There's no way in hell Gearbox is that dumb. Okay, Battleborn's Do dead. It. They're not doing it. They're going to try to revive I, it with Duke Nukem. I just Saturday night tried to get you guys to play Battleborn with me because all three of us own it, and all three of us are online like, oh, let's play a game together. I was like, guys, let's play Battleborn. And I think Jesse said he's never going back to that. I think I said I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing that you've said. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> so the same something's going on the same day, which brings up the, the uh, probability of when this announcement is going to take place, and that is the Game Awards. So December 1st is the same day that game, the Video Game Awards will be going on, so we'll probably see or hear the announcement then. There is spec. They do bring up the idea of Battleborn because it is a Gearbox product, but um, they do. It is the 20th anniversary of Duke Nukem, so we could be seeing a new game in the series on the way, which I'd be pretty. Or they could be dropping him in a new Borderlands game. No, we don't. Even, he doesn't need to be in Borderlands. Borderlands is good by itself. Don't do weird things like Battleborn that. needs Duke Nukem. It, Duke it, Nukem Half Life. They're they gonna bring it, it back. <laughs> If they put that makes no sense at all. <laughs> if they put it in Battleborn, it would as free DLC. I would potentially maybe go look at Battleborn. Oh man, you are a traitor. There's also the fact that they're talking about about the raid that's been added to Battleborn. 
There's a raid? There, there's this supposable raid that's leaked uh, all about the penguin and the mech. Toby, yes. I think his name is. Someone steals Toby's mech, and you have to go figure out who and why and get it back for him. We need to get back into battle. Okay, yeah. now you've got my interest. A, because you said raid. B, because <laughs> you said Toby, and he's a penguin, and I love penguins. Plus, yeah. you don't steal the penguin's mech. Like He's about to go all Madagascar on your ass. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited, though, because I believe in Gearbox, and for them to take the IP of Duke Nukem, uh, hopefully they can do something great with it, because our recent uh, history with Duke Nukem has not been the best. Forever. I mean, especially with the success of Doom, it's smart to throw a Duke Nukem game out. And it's the 20th anniversary. you got to do something. All right, now something close to all of our hearts. The Division is getting an update. Man, I'm so excited. Moving on. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> first of all, first of all, the division's getting another update. It just received a big update where it uh, it got its survival mode, uh, which is getting really, really good reviews. So uh, we've even had people chime in on our Facebook page, Mo- uh, Motor City Gaming, Facebook.com. It's a website. There you go. And uh, letting us know, hey, if you have not gone back to the division survival mode is awesome and you really should go back and check it out um shout out to god of games aj for hitting us up on facebook letting us know that he completed the survival mode and only one percent of people playing division has been able to do that so also wow. sounds congrats so that's one person he's the only one that's done there's only 100 <laughs> people that still play the division yeah. and god of games is the only one who's done it congratulations buddy <laughs> Oh, boy. But uh, releasing today, when you're listening to this podcast, is the new update, which they're just calling 1.5, um, which will be adding some 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 cool stuff. The update, which releases on Xbox One and PC last week, will be coming to the PS4 today. Uh, it will be adding World Tier 5, um, which the bracket, which ramps up the difficulty by increasing the level of NPC enemies to 34. It also adds named gear items, which one uh, with one piece available per gear slot, each featuring a unique talent. So adding some new mechanics to your equipment. Several other adjustments, including weapon and skill changes, are featured in the update. Uh, the patch also includes a few loot changes, with ch- with crafting materials now having the chance to drop from NPCs. So, Ubisoft is not giving up on this game, and that that is apparent. They, I don't think they should. I, I've been I've hated on the division a lot, and but but I do believe that they're trending in the right direction here. I think they're going to win some of their fan base back, and uh, if they continue to add more and more content that gets this type of positive reviews, you know, um, it's it can only be only look up because I really enjoyed this game. For when did the division come out? Forty hours. When did that game come out? April. <sighs> no, it was before April. It was last. Because, it was like a year ago almost. Now. I thought it was after the holiday. Because I remember a division dropped their March, first DLC the with, day of the Destiny I'm go update. With March eighth, two thousand sixteen. Since it's right here. Nice. So, if I recall... Or March 8th, 2016, because it's right here. Nice. <laughs> Man. If I recall, it was at the year point that you guys got brought back into Destiny after falling out with it. It so, was. So, if the Division follows a similar trend, they they could stand to get a little bit of momentum right now. Yeah. Speaking I might throw survival mode. of momentum, do you still own the game? Yeah. Oh. I, you, you give all your games away that you hate, yeah. so... 
<clears throat> Star Wars Battlefront. I'm not sad at giving that game away. <laughs> I was thinking about playing Battlefront today at work. I was like, man, I kind of want to play some Battlefront. Yeah. That would have been the only thing that could have been worse than than <laughs> Deadite telling me, hey, you want to go play Battleborn? It would have been, hey, you want to go play Battle- Battlefront? I just like the battle games, and I think you guys should play some battle games. <laughs> well, let's play Battlefield play, 1, Yeah, then. Battlefield 1. Not Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have aliens. It doesn't it have might. sweet ladies. No, it has World War II as grandpas. <laughs> Old, old grandma. That's my boys right there. It's true. That's your people. Yeah, those are my the people. Geriatric those are your community. veterans. Yeah. You respect them. Anyways, <laughs> fucking hater. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of uh, Jazzy going back to a game that he, you know, never wanted to leave in the first place. We got full details on No Man's Sky's foundation update patch. I know we want to make a big joke about No Man's Sky, but this actually, like, I'm little shocked at how much they're actually trying to do so we all know no man's sky has pretty much melted down in front of our faces it's it's the biggest disappointment of the year and hello games is not giving up so the no man's sky update contains the usual rebalancing and bug fixes you'd expect to find in any update but the 1.1 update adds new features to the game as a whole including base building uh, and Hello, Hello Games calls it the foundation update, calling it the foundation for things to come and promising continued free updates built on the 1.1 patch. So a notable new update in addition to the three new game modes, normal, creative, and survival. So there's th- uh, different game modes depending on what you want to do. Normal is the normal game that we've already known. Creative is more like, hey, you're not as uh, restricted, time-based, and we don't try to kill you as fast, and we let you just really Minecraft this game uh, more. And then the uh, survival is obviously what it sounds like. It's more of that uh, limited resources, really trying to see how long you can last with the idea of eventually it's just not going to go away. It's the normal game mode pumped on steroids. Yeah, so... But creative removes limitations and allows for free exploration, so you're not being driven towards the center of the universe. You can just free, ex- you can just keep traveling and, and however you want. So, interesting. Uh, the base building looks pretty cool, uh, where you can actually build your own home and construct all sorts of cool stuff. You can also uh, start building machinery that will collect resources for you, so you're not the only one going out there g- gathering resources. And it's just, I don't know, it's interesting. I, it's not enough for me to go back and tr- even put this game in my system. But I think it's it's the step in the right direction. I don't know. Oh, and another thing you can do. Okay, everybody hold, on, hold your breath here. <gasps> you can leave notes for other players to read when they come to that area. <gasps> Never been done before. What? Except in Dark Souls and a bunch of other games, but... You can do it in the new Pokemon game. Yeah, you but you can do it in this game. Pokebean so. in a bottle. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, Jazzy. Are you gonna play? You gonna play No Man's Absolutely Sky? Absolutely not. This is ridiculous. I I I'll give you credit that there is like a small, tiny inkling that this is the possibility that there could be something good to come out of this game. But as of right now, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I am the hype not, was so real. I want it to. Yeah, I'm but. not excited, and uh, I, I'm happy that the the Hello Games is still trying. You know, and I know that that there are people out there that are enjoying this game, 
few and far between, but they're they are out there. And hopefully this patch, you know, adds some content to them. But overall, I think it's too little, too late. So they've already burnt that bridge. Like, give the fans that still enjoyed your game and still playing it, like that free content that's going to make the game more enjoyable for them. But all those people you already lost, they're probably not coming back. Most of them don't own your game anymore. So, <sighs> but let's talk about a game that I do love, Overwatch. Some Reddit users have found evidence of Christmas event and a new mode. So obviously we we could have guessed a Christmas event, right? We've we've had holiday events all year, all year long. Yeah. But um, the files which were posted by Reddit user then what is that Venexa Vexa includes clips for new hero interactions as well as a Christmas jingle, which NeoGaf user. Uh, users noted to likely be for a holiday-themed event. An arena mode could be on the way as well, with several new announcer lines for arenas, uh, Athena surfacing, including ones for Now Entering the Arena and Gladiator. Uh, there's also sound clips which the person who discovered the file suggests could be the loading music for the new mode. <coughs> it's like a towers mode? Arena might be like a horde mode, or no? I don't know. I don't know what arena would be. It might be a free for all, like a free. Yeah, it might be like a six, like all fr- one, one against all kind of thing. A battle royale. Yeah. A battle royale. There you go. I like it. If that's it, It'd I'm gonna be, be super pumped. It'd be sweet, especially yeah. if we can get six people that we know to do this game mode, and like, who's the best? Over. I mean, Cable's probably gonna kill us, but really, all that matters about this potential leak is there needs to be a Santa Rota. <laughs> I was hundred percent. There's no there one needs else, to yeah. be a junk rat with reindeer antlers. Yeah. Or elf. An elf uh, junk rat would also be good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see uh some new some new skins for the Christmas uh time and and another new game mode so that they continue to add content to this game for free and that's fantastic uh obviously they're not giving up on this game because they've launched leagues they've launched you know they're really gearing up so i think we're in for a exciting year ahead of us of stuff coming out gearing us up for the launch of the overwatch league by blizzard but oh this game's going nowhere but up yeah, they don't it, really have Blizzard doesn't really have a main focus aside from Overwatch now though. Like, WoW is kind of on its way out. Uh, the Heroes of the Storm's going to get nowhere. I mean, they're going to still support it, but it's going to get nowhere close to your Dota two and your League of Legends. And then you have what Hearthstone? Yeah, which is big for them. But I think uh, you know the weird thing is is that Overwatch started posting job uh, positions on their site for a new first person shooter. So they're already starting to develop something that's either going to, you know, be the successor to Overwatch or or maybe run alongside Overwatch. I don't know, but it, it does specify that it is not for Overwatch. So that's kind of interesting. But we'll see. Uh, Titanfall 2 DLC arrives next week. Uh, the first DLC, and it is free. The uh, reason we bring this up is because Titanfall 2, up for Game of the Year, has been praised for its content, and it looks like Respawn Entertainment is going to 
keep feeding us this content for free uh, with the Angel City map is what they're calling it. You're gonna or you're gonna be getting the Angel City map, a returning favorite from the original Titanfall, plus a new weapon, the Wingman Elite Pistol, and a new pilot execution, inner pieces, allowing players to phase into an unsuspecting victim, uh, and then six new Titan kits, which are detailed uh, on the official Titanfall website in case you want to see them. But uh, if you pre-order Titanfall 2, the game will access, you'll be able to access this November 30th, so tomorrow. And uh, all players that didn't pre-order it will have to wait till December 3rd. But I'm excited about the Titan kits. Always. I feel like the Titans kind of got shafted in two, where I enjoy the gameplay out of the Titan more than I do in. Which shouldn't really be the case in yeah. a game that's based around mechs. Yeah, so hopefully it, uh, hopefully they, the addition of these mechs will... You know, make it make it a little more enjoyable. But the game, the game is fantastic. If you know, Titanfall Two didn't get the greatest uh, response, and if you haven't played it, I picked it up this Black Friday for thirty bucks, and it's totally worth thirty bucks. So if you if you can get it on sale, I highly recommend it. Its release time was all wrong. It was. It was way too close to Battlefield and Call of Duty. Yeah. It should have released in the spring. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree. The sales would have been great. Yep. Come the springtime. A hundred percent agree. You would have been competing with Overwatch, though, too, slightly. Well, I mean, next spring, I would have oh, delayed oh, oh. it. Oh, held it, held it. I would I have held you. it, or even till like, February, I would have held it a bit so it so people could have gotten over Call of Duty, gotten over Battlefield, yeah. and then, you know, it's still, you know, it's only second round as an IP. Like, it really could have thrived in a not-November release yeah. time. Agreed. All right, uh, next up, December, free Xbox games with gold announced. Uh, pretty decent list here sleeping dogs definitive edition which will be all of december for the xbox one outlast december 16th through january 15th xbox one outland december 1st through the 15th and that is xbox 360 and xbox one and one of the dead eye knights favorites burnout paradise December 16th through the 31st, Xbox 360 and Xbox One. You know, I never played Paradise. Either have I, but I know you like the Burnout series. I love series. Burnout. Love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorites as well. Uh, Sleeping, uh, Sleeping Dogs is a pretty cool open world, Grand Theft Auto style, but more uh, you know mob-related uh, uh, Japanese uh, culture. And then you have Out, Outlast, which is the cool horror... Um, video game that came out in yeah right over there. Yeah, when you said Japanese, both Al and I did a samurai bow for sci-fi AJ at the exact same time. I think it's respectable. I think it, it needs to happen. <laughs> I'd say honorable, yeah. very honorable. But uh, Outlast is another another fun game. I don't know if if any played. Out, did you play Outlast? I did not. Man, it was creepy. It, it, you didn't have any weapons. You had a you had a a DV camcorder with 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 uh, night vision on it and basically tried to get through this game. So um, pretty cool. The Outland is the one that I'm excited for because Outland is from the Resogun developer, and I love Resogun, so um, Housemark. And it's a 2D platformer that tasks players with balancing the use of two different forces, one red, one blue, to solve puzzles and defeat enemies in their way. So uh, it got a 9 out of 10 back in... Uh, 2011. So it's an older game, but uh, if you haven't played it and you like Resogun, 
Super Stardust, things like that. You know, this is another another fun game. And then Burnout's Burnout, right? Lastly, close close to Jazzy and my heart for different reasons. The World of Warcraft is celebrating its twelve years. Twelfth. Well, yeah, anniversary years of World of Warcraft. Wow. So for you, it's World of Warcraft because you love World of Warcraft. For me, as a celebration, you're getting a corgi puppy in the game that gets to follow you around and annoy people because that's about all it does in the game. It's about all the corgis do here. <laughs> hey, that's true. Thor is great. You don't. Sp- <laughs> Loki is the worst, but you don't talk about Thor that way. Thor, Thor. He still like follows you around and nudges you to pet him all the time. Yeah, yeah, but you do it out of respect because it's Thor. Yeah, he's so you, earned every pet he gets. If you haven't already gotten your corgi puppy in World of Warcraft, you will need to do it by tomorrow, <gasps> as the end of the month is when this uh, this ends. So, get in there, get your corgi puppy, and send us pictures because <gasps> he looks super cool. My new computer won't be here in time. Oh, you dodged a bullet. You dodged a bullet there. That's all oh, I'm gonna say. Man, I was gonna start playing Warcraft. Yeah, I guess I missed my window. That's and, it. I don't need to spend any more and, time yeah, on that. And Borderlands <laughs> is a problem for him. Yeah. Warcraft would ruin his marriage, and well, his beard it. would just fall off. Yeah. <laughs> career career gone. I'd, my beard would look all patchy, and I'd have a twitch in my eye, and then you'd be like, oh, Al left you, didn't you? I'd be like, yes, got to play Warcraft. Horde for life. <laughs> <laughs> Smart call. I want Horde. Yeah, down with the Alliance. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only way to go if you're going to ruin your life. All right, well... That's been the news. You can check out a lot of these stories on our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming. Facebook.com, it's a website. Yeah. Uh, Looks like next up, it's lightning round. Oh, God. (laughs) This is the lightning round music. This is the music. (laughs) So we need to get to know our guests a little bit. Oh, boy. So let me turn this up a little bit. So, pokey out. We have a, some serious okay. questions we have to ask here. We have to get to the bottom of some of these. Okay. So I'm going to ask you questions. You just answer them to the top, off the top of your head the best you can. Okay. You're prepared. Not really. So everyone can get to know you. Okay, first question. Wii or GameCube? Wii. Wii. All right. Boo. Favorite Mario character? Danky King. Okay, I'll accept it. Well, next question. Donkey Kong or Yoshi? Oh, I see. So Mario character, I'll, I'll change to Luigi because I'm really into the Haunted Mansion right now. Oh, okay, I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> can we can we separate that clip out and just use it as a as a as a soundbite? As a draw, I mean, probably. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Worth it, worth it. Donkey Kong or Yoshi? Tough call. Yoshi and I go further back, so I'll say Yoshi. Yeah. yeah. Your favorite video game from the 90s? Well, you guys are going to come because I don't know when everything was released. Okay, like you guys, Super Nintendo, N64. Right, in the 90s, I was playing a lot of um, Mario Party 1. Mm-hmm. Mostly just mini games, but sometimes Boo. we get into the whole thing. Mario Party's the but worst. But I enjoyed it is that. the worst. Now, I am, a, I am a kid of, you know, the four kids in my family. So, four kids, four controllers, N64 was uh, just a good time. When it comes to classic arcade machines, Burger Time burger or time. classic Donkey Kong? Just Burger Time. Anything. Always Burger Time. <laughs> Whatever the other answer, just Burger Time. <laughs> okay. Get wet for burgers over here. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. This is a children's show. 
All right. I I wrote something, but I decided to change the question. I'm putting you on the hot seat here. When it comes to celebrity crushes, mm-hmm. what crush is stronger, Chops or Xander from The Legend of Retro? Ooh, super tough. You have a huge celebrity crush on both of them. Who do you crush I on do. harder? Ooh. Tony mm. Stark built in a cave <laughs> with <laughs> box of scraps. Keep in mind, Gosh, I, I have know. both of them in the Hangouts right now, and I'm about to give the answer. That's to why them. it's hard because it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to please both of them Gotta sexually. Gotta, <laughs> but <laughs> you are married. <laughs> you know, chops came. She's to my not house. good at being loyal. Chops <laughs> came to my house this week, so I'm gonna have to say chops. Okay, Ooh. chops. It is. Did Xander okay. even get an invite to come to your house? He's always invited. Okay, there it is. Okay, when it comes to handheld gaming systems, mm-hmm. do you like the DS or the 3DS better? Uh, my 3DS. It's got a Pokemon decal on it. Oh, okay. Look at that. Okay. Look at that shit. What is your favorite video game ever? Tough. Like, is Pokemon just okay as a general statement? I mean, no, you gotta a, pick one. Pick a one. Pick one. Uh, I enjoyed Pokemon X even more than I was what I'm say. enjoying Sun right now, so... That is what I was going to say. If I had to pick, I was really going to go with X for you. Yeah. I could say a lot of things are great and my favorite, but there's nothing I spent over 400 hours in other than in Pokemon X. Damn. All right. Moving along. Uh, what is your favorite video game villain? What's your favorite bad guy in video games? Hmm. Bad guys in video games. All video games or Nintendo? All video games. Hmm. Who, do, who is your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> oh, spinning it around on you, you, on you. Handsome Jack from Borderlands. Hmm. It's my favorite. Handsome. I love Handsome Jack. Jazzy, who's your favorite? Oh, man, it's tough. It's between probably Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII or... I can't remember this. I uh, man, I'm gonna get beat up for this. But what was the bad, the main villain's name in Kill the original Killzone? I forget what his name was. Bad guy, Mick. Bad guy. God. Are you talking, are you talking just, about like the dude that gives the speech? Yeah. I I actually don't remember from the original Killzone. I don't know either. Man, I should know that. I feel yeah. Like, that's that's pretty that's pretty bad for both of us. You got one, L. I'm trying to stall it's, for you I, over here. You know, I've been thinking. I guess there's just the basic um, baby Bowser that I do appreciate. Oh, oh right. Right. Bowser Jr. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. BJ. That's why I like him. <laughs> Who is your favorite Pokemon? Chandelure. Chandelure. <laughs> I would put chandeliers in every room of my house and light up the room. I love that Pokemon. Ghost Fire. Why wouldn't you like it? Very spooky. And a bonus question. How much would we have to pay you to wipe not, Jazzy's butt? Not these questions. <laughs> these yeah. questions. Yeah. I get these every night. Yeah. How much would you have to pay me to? Yeah, we lay in bed and I ask Jazzy's her weird questions. Ass? Yeah. How much? Yeah. You ask her this in bed at oh. night. Oh yeah. This is, this is how they get there. Like you know the moment. We spend started. hours talking about Jazzy in ways you yeah. wouldn't want to know. Man, I'm glad I can chandelure your life. <laughs> oh boom. <laughs> See what I did there? No, nope. I, I don't. Nope, I, I don't get it. Can, uh, can I was we get, with yeah, it, Jazzy. There, I like you. There it is. There uh, it is. Um, I tried. <laughs> yeah. And therefore, you wouldn't have to pay me too much. I'd probably do it on volunteer, but you know, I'd, I'd get a hundred bucks for it. That sounds okay. good. Okay. I mean, that's high price. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Braden said like five bucks or something. Yeah, Bra- Braden's Braden's desperate. Yeah, yeah he, he needs that money to well, buy. He's not thinking about you know buying controller. a switch yeah. like I am. Yeah, he yeah. just dropped Apparently. a ton of money on the cinch controller. So he's also done it. So yeah. it's not as not as valuable the second time around. Now, do you <laughs> do you guys want to ask her the big question at the oh, end of the show? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. we okay. yeah save that one. For yeah, the we'll end. save it for the end. Just make a note in the doc for us. Okay, sure. stay tuned. Done and done. All right. Well, how fun. Absolutely. I'm glad we got to know more about Pokiel. And the reason we brought Pokiel in is because we have a topic for this show. Do you have any music for this? Topic of the show! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, I did. Yeah! Normally topic I- of the show! <laughs> Normally, oh. normally for talking about the show, that's when I like the Wii music. Yeah. But we're this, getting it lit this today. Is, yeah, this has got to be more lit because Pokemon Sun and Moon discussion and review with the all-star, the one and only champ of season one Pokemon League. It is Pokiel. Got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> she caught them all and then some. Ugh. Welcome to the show. I'm I'm Thank honored. You. It's like it's like unbelievable that you're in present. Like you're here. You're in the studio. We're not on Skype. You know, like you are here. Complete Pokédex minus obviously the brand new game. But like, whew, I mean, I'm sweating over here. Right. Basically, I, I you could throw a Pokeball at me right now. Yeah, I, I have. I me. have a little bit of uh, an issue in my pants, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the new Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, we all wanted to talk about it last week. We need a little more time to put into this game. So overall thoughts of Pokemon Sun and Moon. Let's go around the room, starting with Poke-L. Uh, go ahead and let us know which version you're playing, which we already know for you. But say it anyways. Let's have fun. Go ahead. So I'm playing Pokemon Sun. And how, f- how far into it I'm are about you? 17 hours in. Uh, the squad I'm rolling with currently is a level 30 Pikachu. Uh-huh. Uh, I have my Sandalit. Is that how you say this new one? Unfortunately, I'm raising a male. S- Salandick. Salandick. Like Salamander and then... Salandick. Salandick. That's it. Salandick. 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 I have a, a male on my team right now, so he won't be able to evolve, I, I understand. Um, okay. And then I have a Mudsdale. A she is so obsessed with this Amazing Pokemon that everyone should she train. Yeah. She almost tears up at, at when it's time to go to bed because she has to put her, her DS oh. away and won't be with Mudsdale for eight hours. I also want to hear the story from her about when she found out you had a Mudsdale. What did you tell him? I told him that I wasn't allowed to train Basically, a Mudsdale. he found a Mudsbray thinking he could just have one. When <laughs> I, I had a Mudsdale or a, a Mudsbray that I changed into my, my Mudsdale. And I was actually a little sad because I was going to miss my, my Mudbray. But uh, Ethan is not allowed to own one. He knows I have claim <laughs> on this uh, using my Pokey-L power. Got it. Got it. Next, I have a... Marina, which is my Poplio all grown up. Okay. Um, Craplio. Basically, yeah, crap, crap people, Leo, crap Leo, Oh my gosh, I don't even want to hear it. People Worst starter are ever. so awful to Poplio because Worst he's the ugly ever. duck. 
not the worst. He's an ugly duckling who I chose because I I can relate. Worst ever. Got it. Then it turned into my biryani, which like is an awkward teenage phase. But it's like a it's like a gay clown. No, how dare you? And then it finally evolves into this majestic primarina or whatever you say. I don't know about majestic. The more thing like, is, it's like... More like hot garbage. No. Pulling no. pull a line from a good old friend, Chops. No, it's like a mermaid had a baby with the most majestic seal in the with ocean. A trash and can. I get to raise it. <laughs> it's a trubbish mixed with another garbage Pokemon. Just move on. We're Man, not I giving you trubbish. this one. It's like if you put um, Gerald from... Finding Dory in a clown costume. Gerald. You don't talk about Gerald that Gerald. way. Gerald is our friend. <laughs> yeah, Gerald is way cooler than this hot garbage. You do not compare the awesomeness that is Gerald to Fart Marina. <laughs> I think they're on the same level. Fart you Marina. don't talk about Gerald like that. I also have a Grimer. Can't wait for the colorful muck. And I have uh, Snorlax that I got with my uh, pre-order when I uh, received the Munchlax and the uh, special gift. Whoa, gift whoa, item. whoa, whoa. I made it very clear that you could not train a Grimer. That's true. Man. But I have more Pokemon in my Pokedex. Man, this just backstabbing going on left and right. That's right. Shots fired. Shots fired. Okay, so you got a team going. You yep. got 17 hours into this game. Yep. It's not your typical Pokemon game. They've definitely changed it. What do you right. think? Like, what do you think of this game? Is it. So far, uh, I like it. Um, my huge thing against the games that. I'm not used to as much story content and all the text that I'm going through. I was actually brought to an island in this game just for story. I didn't even get to uh, catch Pokemon. In fact, they told me I wasn't allowed to throw Pokeballs at this in this area, and I didn't battle anyone. And then they took me off the island. I was just like, oh, what a waste of my like time playing at that, uh, that day. Um, but overall, I like it. I like the sounds going to a little bit of an island theme. Uh, I like the graphics and the cutscenes for some of the trials are exciting. Um, basically, the environment is exciting for me because we're in this paradise. Uh, it's a little bit different than anything we've seen in the past for Pokemon. And I have found a small detail I like is there's a little more um, random Pokeballs on the ground to find, and they're also in water, which hasn't been done. So now you can be riding around on your Lapras and find a Pokeball in the water to open up and find cool things there um the other thing i like is just like being able to ride a lapras and just getting out of the hm world and into riding pokemon uh more heavily in this game is very cool and it makes you feel uh one with the pokemon (laughs) yeah i think removal of of hms is uh was a smart move for sure yeah now i don't have to have an hm slave and i don't feel bad to like Killing right. that Pokemon and having an HM slave there. It wasn't also, really fun for me, but yeah, I always did it. Right, and you, sometimes you're like carrying that Pokemon around with you, and it's mm-hmm. like, you are a complete waste of space, but I have to have you just for that purpose. Right, I often put that, that kind of stuff on my starter. Yeah. That used to be, like, my poor water starters would always know surf, and it was a good move, but you're always just filling them up with HMs. Yeah. Uh, Dead Eye Night. You're playing which version? Moon, baby! And how much time you got in there? 15 and a half hours, oh, I think. Going. You're yeah. close. You're yeah. close. I'm, I'm moving along. You're close to the champ! We do close. play together most nights. We, we play together. Um, I just feel like... So one thing I like a lot about this Pokemon game 
is it feels like there's more side quests. It feels like there's more interactions with the other NPCs. So right now, Elle and I are actually playing quite different. We're near the same amount of time into the game, but she is way ahead of me in the actual progress of the game because I'm stopping to, you know, cat, you know, catch a couple different Pokemon to get one that I like with, uh, you know, with good stats and then decide that's the one I'm going to raise. And I'm doing some of these side quests to catch different Pokemon and take it back and show people the Pokedex to get money. And so uh, we're playing it at a little bit different pace. And I think that's super refreshing because that was part of a problem with Pokemon games for me is you really just had the story you were cruising through. And I like having the side quest. I like being able to play it at a slower pace. Yeah, they open the world up a little bit. They they definitely, you know, some people some people's examples are they made it feel more like uh, a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, it feels more like a traditional RPG. RPG. Yeah. Uh, so it it breaks some of the conventions that you would normally have in a Pokemon game. But at the same point that L just talked about, and it's things we've all discussed, the pacing of the actual story is monotonous. It is so slow. You have to put like five hours into the game to get past. Like the whole first island is like tutorial and story. And for someone that's been playing Pokemon for 20 years, it is annoying to have to sit through. The The, the cutscenes are drawn out. Back in the day, you could just click A and get right through all the text and just keep moving on. It's all drawn out and slow, and there's so much of it. I was hating the first like four hours of playing this game i was like oh my goodness like i just want to go on this adventure and make new friends and have new pokemon and i'm watching a story about something that i think is stupid and i know that the story is going to get at least interesting as it goes on but the beginning of it was unbearable brutal it i 100 percent agree it almost completely ruined the game for me i i barely got through it I'm, you know, the only thing that kept me going was actually was you, uh, Dead Eye Night, because we, you know, we'd be ha- having lunch or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> at first we were both feeling the same way. Then you got past that point, and you're like, trust me, just push a little bit more, and opens up, and it starts to actually feel good. And so, you know, but yeah, that beginning of the game, not a good way to start the game, especially. With so much speculation around this around this Pokemon game, to have that slow start just seems not, you know, not the right move. But uh, do you have your entire team, or do you want to just talk about who, your favorite so far? I I at least mentally can try to remember who who I'm running with on my my current squad and who I'm really liking. So I started Litten, so I have a Tora Cat right now, around level thirty. Loving that Pokemon. I cannot wait for a Incineroar. I know that's going to be one of my top five favorite Pokemon ever. I love the design. I just think it's cool. It's a wrestling it fu- really dark cool. fire cat. I love everything about it. So I'm super excited for that. Uh, I have uh, an Alolan Grimer. I'm a, I've always loved Grimer. Muck Poison's my favorite type. Uh, so I really like the Poison Dark combo. So I have that on my team. I uh, I got a, I caught a Rock Ruff and evolved it into a Lycan Rock. I love the design of that Pokemon. I'm already thinking it's top top 15, top 10, like, design-wise of a Pokemon. I think it is so cool. It looks like this evil rock werewolf Pokemon. I just love it. So I'm super excited. I was originally thinking that I was going to evolve it and then probably bail on it just to have it for the Pokedex. And I like it so much that I, I just am excited to have it on my team continuing. I have a... Uh, 
uh, Fomantis, uh, you know, just to have a grass Pokemon on the team. I think that one will get replaced with something else as we move along. Um, but right now it's on there sort of rounding out the team. I have a Salandit, a female. Now, I know they're supposed to be super hard to catch, and I heard that they're a little bit easier to encounter the females in Moon. Um, but I think it was my fourth one I encountered was female, so I caught it. Not crazy about the stats on it, but I decided I'm gonna gonna roll with it and use it because it's sort of rare. So it, fe- it feels to me a little bit special to have a female uh, salandit that I can evolve. Uh, who else do I have? Oh, crab brawler! Yeah, <laughs> I that's another one where I love the design of it. It's not that good of a Pokemon. It seems like it's really fragile where a lot of, you know, other crab Pokemon I think have pretty good defenses. Crab Brawler feels real fragile, but man, he looks like this drunk boxing crab yeah. and I just, I like... You uh, caught him You caught him while we were playing and I was I was like, yep, that's sweet. <laughs> crab Brawler, bitch! Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know how many Pokemon I just said were on my team, but that's... But they're like all poison. I Okay, so my problem is, is I like Pokemon of specific types. I like fire Pokemon, I like dark Pokemon, I like poison Pokemon. So my team has two poison, two fire, a rock, uh, a water fighting, and a grass. Um, so there, there's the fact that two poisons and two darks and two fire, like the overlap for three of the Pokemon is a lot, which I'm like, oh, I know that's really bad typing for building a team, but I like playing with Pokemon I like. I don't like taking Pokemon I think I'm are stupid or, you know, look dumb. Like, I want cool Pokemon on my team, and I know that I can win with those Pokemon, at least on the level of playing the the story mode of the game. Right. You know, once I'm actually into battling online or post-game stuff, you need to, you know, I like to pick Pokemon I like, but at that point you do need to think about actually constructing a team that makes sense for the meta. Your team is so weak against my Mudsdale. <laughs> Oh. It's super effective for all listen, poison not, and fire. Listen, that you listen we're not here. We're not here to start to start battles. Listen, Mudsdale for oh, life. Listen, crab brawler gonna roll up, looking drunk, <laughs> and he's gonna punch the crap out of your Mudsdale. I'd like to see that. You're on later. Oh yeah, Fomantis. You're on. Oh yeah. All right, oh, so going down. So we've had the positive side of Pokemon. We want to move over to Jazzy and talk about the new Pokemon and uh, just. It hasn't grabbed you the way uh, previous Pokemons have. No, absolutely not. Um, I'm playing Sun as well. I find it very lackluster at best. Um, There are a few things that I do like. I like the fact that they took the HMs out of the game so that you don't have to basically waste slots for that. Um, The game is very uh, polished, very pristine looking. Uh, The kind of RPG open world-ish not really open world, but the ability to kind of roam around instead of just that flat, like, hey, you have to go here, you have to go there, it's kind of neat. But uh, overall, like, the story is super long. It's everywhere. Even when you get past that first island, I don't care about it. I just want to catch Pokemon. Like, I, I have no interest in the story whatsoever. How much, How what's your time in on this game? Um, About seven and a half hours. Okay. I thought maybe you had a little bit more in there. Um, Final Fantasy, I know. Right, yeah, Final Fantasy came up. But yeah, it's just not grabbing me. And and then even even when you do get to that point, like there's there's some cool concepts they put into the game that I just kinda find annoying. Like I think it's kinda cool that you can have a wild Pokemon call a friend in the battle, but you can't catch like I want to catch this Pokemon. And then right when he's (laughs) low enough, he calls a friend in and you can't throw a Pokeball if there's two of them. So then I have to kill the one 
And then by the time I get the other one down low enough to where I catch him, he calls another friend in. So I'm there for like an hour and a half trying to catch a Pokemon. It's just, it, it's annoying. Over the length of the entire game, I could see that just being just dumb. You know, like at first you're like, oh, you son of a bitch. And then by the end of the game, you're like, I am sick of this shit. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I completely you, agree. You can ask Al. I say it every time one calls for a friend. I go, that's a bitch move. <laughs> God, you about to get your friend hooked. He says it in the middle. He's in the middle of work in the cafeteria. He's like, that's a bitch move. <laughs> everyone's bitch like move. staring at him like, what's going Something's going down over Better there. call your friend. It's a bitch move. You're going to get your friend beat up. <laughs> it's super annoying for someone who's trying to collect the entire Pokedex like myself. Like, Yeah. But, it's just... You know, it's just like, okay, I'm doing well. I've got a strategy on how I'm going to get them down to in the red zone, plus have like a par- um, like some kind of poison on them or something so I can catch them. And that's, Jazzy's right. Like, as soon as you've got them, like, another one comes along. I hate that. Yep. But, but here's the thing. Pokemon is a game that for the last two games, so X and Y and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, that the whole community has complained about it being too easy. This makes it slightly more difficult. It's a big annoyance, I'm not going to lie, but it does add something that makes it slightly more difficult. I think the issue with that with that statement is that, yes, it makes it more annoying for you to collect Pokemon, but the story of this game, you can go through with your starter, who generally sits there 15 levels higher than everybody else, unless you're purposely trying to grind, you'll balance it out. Which I do. And you can, That's why I'm and slower you behind can, in the game. And you could burn through this story just like any other Pokemon game. They're just masking it. It just—it's just like, hey, we're gonna throw in these little, these little, you know, speed bumps to make it seem like this game is harder. And it's—it's it's, in the end, though, for me to burn through the story if I want to, it's no different than the other Pokemon game. And that's because it is still technically and has to be a kids' game. Okay, like you're opening the world up a little bit because you want it to feel more like a. a traditional RPG. But you can't give a true Final Fantasy you know, and and maybe I'll get burned online here because kids are smarter than ever, but you can't give a full-blown RPG to you know, a younger child and expect them to grasp every aspect of an RPG. So, I get that. You're going to get certain aspects and other things are going to feel linear and you have to deal with it. That's, that's the world of Pokemon. It's always been that way. I like seeing that they've tried to expand on it, but I disagree with Jazzy. I don't think this game is pretty at all. I think this game does not belong on the 3DS. I think the 3DS is old. I think the DS line is done. And this game belongs on the Switch. This game belongs on the next-gen handheld, whatever you want to call it. I don't think the 3DS needed another gen on this system. I mean, for Pokemon fans, they're thrilled. I'm sure they are. And I like Pokemon, but I'm not going to sit there and say I am a diehard Pokemon fan. And I think it's a, I think it's a move Nintendo did because they're dead in the water right now and they need something to go through the holiday. Otherwise, I would have told you, I would have said wait and put it on your other system because performance-wise, this game runs sluggish when you try to put too much on the screen. This is the first Pokemon game where your uh, you have your Pokemon and you have your human on the screen all the time in battle. So the second that you start to get any of these battle royals going or anything like that, the game slows down and actually becomes almost unplayable in the sense of don't 
even try playing that game mode online with other people. It doesn't work. And it's just because the system can't handle it. The, the, the Pokemon designs are so cool. We, we, we were getting up to this game and we're seeing more and more Pokemon get released and they just look so good. And then you get to the game, they just, they don't look that great in the game. And that's what bums me out is I love the art of this game, but I don't feel like it, the game doesn't pay tribute to that art because it just can't. And that's why I'm more excited for Pokemon Stars if it is indeed real and wanting to almost like not play this game and just enjoy it on the Switch next year. I will say that that was one thing I wasn't expecting getting this game is the rough edges on the character models. Yes. I expected it to be a little bit smoother. Again, especially considering that I have the new 3DS, the better processor. I thought that I was going, you know, that was one thing when you look at X and Y Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Okay, well, that was a, a new step into 3D. I was hoping for cleaner models. I know that's really nitpicky. But that does show that we are at the end of the life of the yeah. system. And just like they did with like Black and White and Black and White 2, it's probably the swan song to the 3DS because the Switch is going to come out and kill it. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I, I just think, though, when you remove 3D from this game, there is no 3D in this game. There, there, you know, you, did any of you ever try to turn the 3D on during Pokemon battles in yes. X and Y? Or it's it's unplayable. Yeah, the, yeah. that, that frame terrible. rate drop is actually un, un, 100, unbearable. One hundred percent. And so when you saw those things removed, I didn't expect it because the game just couldn't handle it. I expected it because you're trying to make an improvement. You're like, hey, we're gonna dump off this whole thing because we're gonna try to use those resources to make this game look better than X and Y. You know, and it it just doesn't. So I mean, we now know they've pushed the limits of this system. You know, and that's a, and that's disappointing. I think another thing that's a detraction when we talk about the the environment. I think the design of the environment is really cool, and I think it has it it does look beautiful at moments. But we talked about this a little bit last week. The camera angle at times is so bad, you're looking at a brown wall of a cave when the camera angle could be turned to show you the horizon and the ocean. Yeah. Like, There's points where you're like, why is this the camera angle that I'm looking at this? It's so boring when I know that the island, the island is vibrant, that there are things to see. Plus, I don't know about you, but with that camera angle, the way this game plays, it reminds me a ton of like Monster Hunter... Uh, a lot of third... It's a very common third-person view, right? So the thing I do on my DS that has the little thumbstick on the right is I keep going to hit it <laughs> thinking I can turn my camera angle. Instead, I'm stuck to Devil May Cry 1 on the PS2 where I'm at the mercy of the of the game to show me what I want to see, and half the time, like you said, it's not what I want to see. And I don't. When I first started playing the game, it t- I got more used to it. It's not a, it's not a deal breaker. But when I'm running down <laughs> down a path, and it's like staring at this fence line and a cliff, I'm like, I'm like, ooh, what's to the left? What's to the left of me? I'm like trying to look, and I can't. And I'm like spinning my character around, thinking that it, the camera's gonna move, and it doesn't. And I'm just like, I guess there's nothing over there. Just kind of keep on moving, you know. So to me, it almost feels like I'm missing huge chunks of this island that I'm never gonna be able to look at. So it's it's it takes you out of the experience a little bit. Not to mention the camera angle doesn't work for certain things. Like, okay, yeah, they took HMs out of the game, so I can hop on my Taurus and ride them. But I don't know if you guys got the same thing. Like, if you hold down the B button to where Taurus is charging, he like instantly charges off the screen. You can't see anywhere where you're going. 
It's it's hard to control. Yeah, yeah. Like so, and again, but it's not the end of the world. It's not an action game. It's 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 a little hindrance. You know, when you talk about yeah, the you know being at the mercy of your camera, it was a lot different in Devil May Cry. It was more of an action based game. It's not the best, but at the same time, it's not like it's a game breaker. It's not. But the fact that I reference it to Devil May Cry from the PS2 is a problem. Like the fact that it makes me feel that, and it and it pulls me back to a game that's from two generations ago. It's it's a you know it just it's a bummer, and I I hope that the again Pokemon Stars with the uh, improved graphics and the improved assets that they're talking about and and functionality. I'm hoping that you maybe we get a better experience on the Switch, uh, you know, if indeed this game exists. So I had a conversation with Xander about this earlier in Hangouts, and I think he kind of nailed it for at least my opinion on it. In I'm trying to rush through the storyline because I have no care in the world for it, and I feel, at least in my opinion, that that's kind of like the kids' aspect of the game to get to the end of it to where I could just catch the Pokemon I want, get their types all online, you build them up, and then f- and then battle with my friends. Like, that's the part of the game that I feel like I'm going to get the most out of, and I don't care about all this, like, prequel stuff. See, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. I generally don't partake in your guys' battles. I don't put the time in to collect... That's fine. I've never <laughs> cared about battling in Pokemon. It's always been enjoying the game and and you know battling to the to the elite four or trying to catch legendaries. Like it was always fun for that. And I, in this game, for some reason, I just can't seem to get into it. So for me, it's like, oh well, it's just because you want to rush to the end so you can collect a bunch of Pokemon and grind them up so that you can fight. And it's like that's not my goal. Like. Would, will I do that? Yeah, I'll I'll dabble with it. I don't I don't do that as much as any of you. But the pro- the problem for me is that the other side of it is also not enjoyable. So the, so both sides of it to me right now is like I can't get to this side to even try, and the side where I'm just trying to get through it is is just slow and kind of just keeps tearing me out of the game. It, it's it's disappointing for me. I. I don't want to sit there and say don't go buy this game. It is a very it's a polished Pokemon game. The new aspects to the game work. I think uh, opening it up to make it feel more like an RPG is good, and I think Pokemon fans still like the game. But overall, is it? You have to find more patience for this game. You do have to find patience, and I think overall, it's not that Pokemon game that's like. Like there was a time, and 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 I think all of us can say this. There was a time where we fell out of Pokemon completely, different gens for all of us, right? And there was that game that pulled you back in, that almost was like a you fell back in love with the franchise almost. Not that you hated Pokemon, but you just you, you left it for a while. I left it, and I came back with Black and White. When Black and White came back, all of a sudden, for some reason, I wanted to play Pokemon again. And since Black and White, I've played Pokemon. And I feel like this game is almost like that where I'm kind of falling back out. It just didn't, wasn't there for me. Alpha Sapphire Omega Ruby was the start. I loved XY. And Alpha Sapphire Omega Ruby, I'm like, I tried it. I tried to play it. And I'm just like, not, just wasn't feeling it. It just, just wasn't what I wanted. And then, you know, when they first announced this, I was like, ooh, okay, this, this could be something. 
and then all the changes, all all no gyms anymore, no this and like all right, I'm like this is weird, this is weird. So we all got concerned, and then when the demo came out, we're like, okay, you know what? This might be a groundbreaker, and it's just not. It's just it's just there. It's okay. I will say that the one thing that I like about this game that keeps me wanting to at least give it that extra push is being a Pokemon player from the start. A lot of the original 150 Pokemon that I grew up to love and feel like they're probably the best Pokemon that you know I, in my lifetime, have encountered. Because, like you said, we had that falling out, so I didn't follow it all. And the original 150, 151 is what I really like like about Pokemon. It's the original Pokemon. It's the ones that I can, you know compare to the best and feel like when you talk about Pokemon, that's what I feel like you're talking about. They do give you a lot of those in this game to where it's like, oh, okay, I know this Pokemon. I'm not just getting a whole bunch of new ones that I've known nothing about. And on top of it, they're giving you some new variations of those Pokemon right. that you're familiar with. That is an enjoyable feature. I mean, yeah. I actually have three from the original 150, 151 on my team right now. So that's a good sign they really care about the original so, do we have a confirmed number in this game, as far as how many Pokemon there are catchable in this game? I thought or, it. I thought it was some like for new Pokemon. There's Pokemon that are catchable. Both in this generation, that? the new ones are predicted. There's 81 of them. Yeah. Okay. I think there's 81 new. I want to say I thought I read that there were like 300 that were catchable, including past past generations. Yeah. So I mean, the I think. So let me throw a scenario out there. You're excited about the originals. I want to throw a scenario out there for Pokeyell, though, who in January or whenever Pokebank becomes functional mm-hmm. almost doesn't care about that. And so now 81 means something, and, th- and the other, you know, 200 and some don't. Right. Because Having everything already. Well, it's nice to cl- uh, collect the new features the new sure. Alola versions of old Pokemon. But I'm really searching out to find these 81 or whatever the number is. And I'm trying to eventually have a squad of six new because yeah. I haven't raised them before and I don't know what they're going to learn. I don't know um, in their typing. So it's it's exciting to me if I find a new one, even if they're crappy, like a what's that little necklace lay made of flowers. Oh, yeah. I don't know like, what it's called. I haven't seen it yet. That's a crap. stupid Pokemon. It's, it's just as crap. bad as the, the key Pokemon. The, the Pokemon made of keys. But to me, it's new. So, you right. know, when, once you've experienced all 720 Pokemon before, um, you're, I'm more likely to raise that thing than another Sandshrew, even though I love Sandshrew. That oh, kind of example. All right. I have two questions left, and then we can move on. This, the, the next question is, where I know you, I know we're not done with this game, and this, this answer could change. But if you had to place this game right now, would it would it even make your top five? Yes. Of just Pokemon games? Mm-hmm. Probably top five, but the fifth. Maybe it'd be bottom. It'd be you low. Know, you know? Yeah. Where would you place it, uh, Ethan? I'm going to put, you know, Gen 1, number one. Sure. Gen 2, number two. X and Y, number three black and white number four i'd put this in at five i i didn't play the original generation three games don't ever really want to because i didn't like omega ruby alpha sapphire that much and i thought gen four i thought gen four wasn't very good and i played pearl all the way through 
Yep. Would um, you- it'd make my top five just because I had a larger falling out. So I played Gen 1, played Gen 2, but then I don't think I touched a game until I dabbled a little bit with Alpha and was like, nope, I, I'm not feeling this again. And then I didn't pick it back up until Mega Ruby. So, like, beginning and end for me. So I haven't really played that many of the games, so, I mean, it'd have to be top five for me just because I haven't played that many. I guess my question to you, though, is that between Alpha and Omega Ruby, would you put this above those? Um, I would have to say, yeah, probably just because I'm with um, Deadite and the fact that Gen 1 was my favorite, and like I said, I, I can, you know... I could love those ones more just because those are my Pokemon. When you say Pokemon, those are the ones I think of. So this gives me more than Omega Ruby did. Yeah. I mean, I expected expected this question where everyone would say it would be in their top five. I expected them to all be near the bottom, which is pretty much what I got. It would be in my top five as well, but it would be number five. Like, it's just, it's not that groundbreaker that I think many people hoped for. With, with the changes they made and the adjustments they were trying to make, it was either going to... I felt this game was going to come out and be... It was a make or break. It was going to be the game that blew all of our minds or it was just going to be a Pokemon game the Game Freak made and it's decent because they haven't really messed up a traditional Pokemon game. You know, like, we're not talking about Mystery Dungeon or any of those other games. We're talking about traditional Pokemon games. But uh, my last question is this. Will there be, and if the answer is yes, when does the Motor City Gaming Pokemon League start? Right now. (laughs) Damn. As the official chairman of the Motor City Gaming Pokemon League, I would very much love to do another one. I don't think anyone wants to play with me anymore. I know Jason didn't play because I was I know in of one person that would love to play against you, but we'll hold that for a little bit well, later. We'll hold it off. Um, I, I would love to have a, a new season. One thing that's nice is if we went with the official Pokemon rules for this generation, the, the new meta, it is only Pokemon you can catch in Sun and Moon. You can't bring Pokemon in from an old generation. You, you won't be able to do it. I think that's I think that's the way you have to play it. Yeah, then yeah. that's how I think we should, and that's how I would love to approach it. So then that way, it is an even playing field with everyone that bought the game now. Where last time, we were able to bring in Pokemon from other games and other generations, and it gave different people different advantages based on, you know, we had Cable, who had never played a Pokemon game, and put two months into the game, and all of a sudden was scrambling to try and get people to trade in Pokemon, so he had Pokemon that just could battle. Right. And, you know, once we're all to post-game, we would all have Pokemon that would meet the criteria to get put together to make a team to play the game. And that's that's what I would love to see. I don't know if we could pick a tentative date for it, but I, I, I had so much fun doing it last time, and I would just love to get more of our uh, community, because Motor City Gaming is a bigger community than it was two years ago when we did it. I'd love to do it again, get people involved, and it sparked... Uh, a competitive sense in me for playing Pokemon that I had never had before. And I continued to play some of the online competitions and get more into the meta, get more into battling. And I would love to see that thrive here with our, uh, our group of players. So there you have it. I think, uh, I think it's a possibility if you're interested in the new Motor City Gaming Pokemon League season two, we'll call it. 
make sure you chime in over at the website, MotorCityGaming.com, or hit us up on the GameZilla Podcast group page on Facebook. Find us on Twitter, wherever it is you like to hang out. Voice your opinion, and let us know that the league has to happen. Let's, uh, let's keep pushing this. I will watch it from afar, as I always do, from my stoop. If you need, like absolutely need another player, I will bring a team that's a little more prepared than last time, but you have to do it before the end of February because then you lose me forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, throw out, I'll throw out a jazzy challenge too. If we can get, if we get 25 fans, I'm not going to make it easy on you guys. If we can get 25 fans to call me out. Well, 12 people listen to this show, so now that's never going to happen. That's why I said 25. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm basically guaranteeing my safety. But you damn well know more people than no, that listen to no. us. No, Make a realistic bet. That's Make real. a, No, 25. We know 25 people. We know based on the interaction we get on a weekly basis online, we know 25 is not going to happen. I also know people listen to us in Spain that they just don't they're, interact with they're us. They're not going to. Yeah, they, they don't interact with us. They're not going to. Maybe they will. Maybe they want to see me battle. A dozen. Twelve? Twelve. Can't be can't cannot be, team be mo- members. Cannot be team members. Okay, deal. Twelve people call Grim out on social media, doesn't matter where, and say that I need to Yeah, a bunch of fake accounts get created. <laughs> They're all pokey out. <laughs> and I will and I will compete in season two. You have it you have my word. There we go. Well you have at least one win because you'll be battling me. So I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> I'll just make your Pokemon for you. Okay, then I'm 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 in good shape. I will finish third. I still probably will screw up and not get second. I'll make them really bad. Yeah. I do have oh, one good, special good. request though. Even if you're not in the league, can you like help me set up my battles? Because apparently last time I was battling L and I didn't have my mic turned off, and I'm like shit, she's whooped my ass. <laughs> and then I find I've out later things. on down the road that she was like snickering and making fun of me the whole time because she was whooping my ass. I just heard these stories. Like I didn't know that happened back when you know when we were having the league. So. Because I had only met you maybe twice in person. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like today where we're boys and we're we're chilling every week and talking all the time. And I was like, I was like, oh man, Jazz is getting really pissed. Jazz is getting real pissed. Like I'm just gonna remain quiet over here because I don't really know him that well. <laughs> I don't think I had ever seen Jazzy before. Yeah, our battle with yeah. each other anyway. Yeah. So she was w- listening to me fight my inner demons. Yeah, like damn you, Dragonair. Why did I bring you? I knew you I piece liked of you. shit. I should have evolved you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why'd you bring this? <laughs> should have evolved this. No. Her mic was on, too. This is what it sounded like. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, no. No, it's <laughs> I shall crush these little tricks. Yep. <laughs> Pretty accurate. And she'd like poison herself and kill off one of her Pokemon. She's like, you're the best person I've fought because I fought myself for you. <laughs> it gets lonely in the battles when you're not up against good Pokemon. I just kill myself off. Right, yeah. I can't I wanna, handle it. I want to so. poison myself just for the fun of it to see if I can still win. Alright, well that has been the topic of the show. Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, let's give it a early review uh, as far as a 10 point scale. We'll start over with the Deadite. What would you rate Pokemon? I'm going to go 8. 8 out of 10. Subtract 2 points for the for the story. Everything else, I'm actually digging about it. Like, what, other than the slow pace of it, I'm fine with it being different. I like it. Okay. I'm I'm having fun, and I love playing it every day. Cool. Pokey L. Based on my pros and cons list, there are three cons, so I'm going to take 
one point away for each and give it a seven. Uh, one for the story that is overbearing. Uh, one because I believe the trials are too easy. And three, because I actually just miss collecting myself some virtual badges that mean nothing. But I miss that in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) I I also like that you brought pros and cons. You are more prepared for this podcast than anyone has ever been. She's a document. I'm very much a logical person when it comes to Pokemon. I'm just saying, I'm (laughs) saying the people that even, like, you know, that run this show... That produce this show, that uh, co-host this show, we 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 don't even prep this well. So. Her bullet points off. on this document are pokeballs that she drew. Yeah, I try, yeah, it's it's no joke. Oh, yeah, there's detail. Oh, yeah, I'll get one p- tattooed sometime. There we go, Jazzy. Hashtag pokeel. <sighs> Man, obviously I'm a little bit more harsh. I think that my rating is going to play into the fact that this game came out at a time where I'm just more interested in other stuff. So like I'm going to give it a solid... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, remember, we're supposed to be nice to Jazzy. God damn it. I'm going to give it like a... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say six. I'm just, just going really down not feeling from it. from where we started here. Oh. Grim? You, want, you really want my review on this? I would love yours. I'm not feeling this game at all. I, I think it's average at best, and I would give it an average score. It falls right at five. It's five out of ten. Eight, seven, six, five. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's not groundbreaking. It's not, you know, I five, done. All right, that's been the topic. You're a five. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I knew that was coming. Mine was going to be a five, but it's an odd number. <laughs> I, I, hate you. I know six. we're trying to be nice to you. Plus, today, I, gotta, but I hate you. It's Plus, really like, hard, isn't it's it? So yeah. hard. I keep biting my tongue. I think there's blood in my mouth. It's it's been brutal. I do have a Dietrix, I believe that's how you say it. Dietrix. Yeah. So no, that's, that's, that's no, cool. it's Dratini. Dratini. Yeah. There you go. It was a test. I've and, learned. Yes. Yeah. You gotta keep beating it into you so yeah. you learn. I actually wear headphones at night. That's like Dratini, Dratini. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're trying to get rid of your like southern accent yeah. or something. <laughs> All right. I call me one of them to Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Our next segment is short, but we do have a muster bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right, so it's time to play Muster Bus, where I call out upcoming video games, and we discussed if you must buy them or you need to avoid them at all costs. Let's get started with one close to the Deadite Knight's heart. I know nothing about it. I do not have a heart, human! I took it. I'm the snake. (laughs) I know nothing about this game, but I already know Ebone's answer. Werewolves Within. PlayStation VR... HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, December 6th. What? <laughs> it's a werewolf game in VR? Yep. Do you get to play as a werewolf? Yep. Hey, babe. We need to get a VR. <laughs> we need to get a VR. We need to get a house. <laughs> you can get a house inside VR. Yes. Oh, well, then in that case, where can we buy it? If you own a VR, that sounds like a must. And if you own a VR and you don't buy it, you're selfish and a bad person. There you go. You need to be enjoying it. Oh, uh, Graham, you're buying that one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. I know what absolutely. I'm doing next Monday. We're, we're starting the show late because I will be playing that. <laughs> yep. Pokeo. I wouldn't know anything. You have to support it because about this. Yeah. I just know that now I'm getting it because my husband really likes werewolves. Mm-hmm. 
Um, like in rock, like in rock, like in rock. <laughs> so in fear of being abused later, I'll say. What? Don't yes. tell people. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. That just got dark. Ugh. Jazzy? Ugh. Absolutely. This is a must. Um, I'm looking for a reason to put my VR headset back on because I've kind of. the journey. Yep. I've set it down. Uh, to play non-VR content that's out right now, it's really interesting. I'll tell you. The, so. I'll tell you the. I'll tell you what's going to make you put it back on when the patch comes out, because Final Fantasy is going to support VR, right? So that'll oh, yeah. be that'll be the reason to put it back on. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's a must. I think it sounds really cool, and I'm always looking for the uh, the upcoming games to, like you said, put the VR headset back on. Next up. Dead Rising Four, PC, Xbox One, December sixth. Dead Eye Night. Uh, I don't know why they made another one of these games. <laughs> it's uh, it's all Capcom's got, man. It's oh, all Capcom's but got. But I am getting a PC, and oh no, I'd rather play Roller Coaster Tycoon. So that is a pass. Bust. <laughs> Pokeo. I will also be playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, so you can count me out on anything else. <laughs> Jazzy, I will. Buy Roller Coaster Tycoon for my computer and play it before I get Dead Rising Four. <laughs> wow, Dead Rising Four not getting any love. After Dead Rising Three, I have little to no hope for this game. Dead Rising was a blast. Dead Rising Two, I hated. Dead Rising Three was not a Dead Rising game at all. It was it was boring and slow. So if they go back, like Pokemon Sun and Moon, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they go back to the roots of this game and just make a fun zombie slaying just arcade smash em up I'm all on board but I just don't see it going that way I am going to pass and wait maybe for a sale on this game lastly the very odd and I, I don't know how to feel about this still Super Mario Run on the iOS December 15th mm. Don't start with me. Let me give you a little bit of background now that I know. The game will be a free download, and you will be able to play a, a couple levels, and then if you would like to play everything, it, it will be $9.99 one-time purchase in-app. Jazzy. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to download this the day it comes out. I'm going to play through every demo every demo level that I could possibly play for free. That's like three. And then I will determine whether it's going to be worth $10. I'm okay with them putting it at a higher price because I feel like if it's an app game, it needs to get some love. Like, a lot of these apps are in kind of like a cheap, who could be the cheapest war. So if they put out uh, a Mario game... Yeah. If they put out a Mario game that's worth $10 and I enjoy the demos, the demo levels, I'll buy it. Pokio. Well, I mean, I don't know anything about it, so... It's the Mario game coming to iPhone. I don't know anything about it, but Mario's good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll see. If it was Danky Kang, Ron. Then, yeah, $100. <laughs> All right, E-Bone. Uh, it's hard, and it's in my opinion, I would have a hard time paying $10 for a game on a phone because... I've never had one that's kept my attention more than three days. It's always like three days, and then I don't care about it anymore. And I, I don't, I don't think I would buy it. I think I'm gonna call it a bust. 
because I think I could spend ten dollars on it. I don't care how good it is; it could be the best game I've ever played, and I just don't think I'm going to play a game very long on my cell phone. It's true. I'd probably just put the ten dollars towards like a console game or a you know any other game. Yeah, or a game on the Switch. Come correct. Um, here's my thing. The positive side to this, I think the mobile gaming market is complete trash for the most part. There is nothing good when it comes to mobile gaming as far as a a real video game. Hearthstone might be the closest thing. And then other than that, I don't even want to hear, well, there's uh, Final Fantasy VII. I don't care. I'm not going to, if I could play Final Fantasy. Oh, you could get Sonic CD. Yeah. Like if I could play Final Fantasy VII, the last place I would play it is my phone. Okay, so those don't even count. And then you turn into the 99 cent or free with in-app purchased, you know, pay to win bullshit everywhere. So if you're going to come out with a Mario game and you're going to charge $10 because it's a real game and then you're going to supply content to it all the time, right? Because here's the one thing, Rayman on the the, uh, phone devices is actually a decent job that Ubisoft has done because they continue to add content to the device. Elle didn't know there was a Rayman game on the phone and her eyes just got really big because as we know she loves Rayman Legends. So if Nintendo follows suit and basically you pay 10 bucks because and you've unlocked this game and they keep supplying you with levels I think it could be interesting. I, I'm right with the Dead Eye Knight and saying I am not going to play Mario on my phone. I would rather play on you know my DS. I would rather play on the Switch. Uh, I would rather play on my, not a Nintendo game, but I'd rather play my PlayStation Vita before I go and spend any amount of considerable time on my phone playing a video game. So I don't, I'm going to go with Bust. I just don't think it's... Uh, I think it'll sell crazy. I think it's going to be Nintendo's best, uh, most successful app. And, I mean, technically their first app, but I think it'll outpace Pokemon Go because you could sit on your ass and play it. You don't have to go out. So that's going to uh, equal more downloads. So that's been Muster Bust this week. I think it's time for some emails. The FBI has just sent a letter to informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading GameZilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com Okay, Jassy, fiddle your GameZilla mailbox is up to date. That's right. This is the GameZilla emails. You write them, reread them. You can always send your questions in to info at MotorCityGaming.com or put them on our social media. I'll find them. I'll add them to the show if we've got space. Hell, go get the GameZilla Facebook page. We have a lot of interaction there, and I love pulling questions from that group. So if you want your questions to get higher in the ranks, put them in that... <coughs> Sorry, whoa. Put, put them in that GameZilla group on Facebook. Our first email. I am a big fan of Dead Rising series that was on the 360. I've played the crap out of those games and have almost every achievement on these. Honestly, the main reason I own an Xbox Xbox One was to get Dead Rising 3. However, this game was a big disappointment for me. They changed too much of the game. They turned it into more of a horror game than a silly zombie survival game. And possibly the worst part of Dead Rising 3 was the voice acting of the main character, Nick Ramos. 
voiced by Andy Lawrence. Anyways, despite all of this, I'm probably going to get Dead Rising 4 when it comes out next week. My question is, what upcoming game slash console release are you interested in, but has you worried that it might suck balls? Game on, the glitch. This one is easy. It's called... The Last Guardian. That's exactly... <laughs> you took my answer. I swear to God, that I was my answer. I want that to be so good, and I am super scared. That one, and... Uh, I mean, I, I would also say Dead Rising 4, I think. Um, you know, I keep thinking back to the fun I had running around with a lawnmower and just, like, hitting a bunch of zombies in a mall. You know, running into the CD store and, and just putting a Mega Man helmet on my head and throwing CDs at people and having them stick in their bodies. It was fun. It just was only the first game. After that, it just went all downhill, and I you know, I want them to bring it back. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, the big one for me is Last Guardian. I mean, this game's been in the works for like 12, 14, 28 years, so you know, we're expecting it to be super polished, super good at this point, and I just have a big feeling that Unfortunately, I hate to use the terminology. I have a feeling like it, it might be No Man's Sky. Like, Ugh. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it's going to be Duke Nukem forever. Oh. I don't think The Last Guardian is going to be good. There's a reason it's been in development hell forever, because it's not good. I will give a shout-out to um, Slackjaw Punk's creator, Bub, who messaged me today and said, just want to let you know I got a PS4. I was like, oh, cool, man, because i got to play The Last Guardian. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, um, you might, how about we play, and right away I was like, cool, well, go play Final Fantasy, and then we'll play <laughs> we'll play Last Guardian after. That way you don't get you know, the wrong idea that PS4 sucks because of the first game right out the gate. Again, I- I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that we're wrong and Guardian's great, but, yeah, I do worry that it, it's in, I think... I think the Dead Eye Night is on point. It could be that just horrific flop, a game that was designed for what the PS2, and and it's been just like drugged through the coals, and it's supposed to like be this current gen game. I, I, I have no idea. Might, I have no like I, Mighty Number no. Nine. I have, huh? not worse, way worse, <laughs> way worse. It, it's probably going to look like diarrhea smeared all over your HDR screen because the yeah. game is 15 years old. Yeah. It's gone through multiple engines, multiple development cycles. Rebuilds. I just, yeah. It, it, there's, there is no reason to not be worried. Yeah. I also think this game coming out at a $60 price tag is ridiculous. Yep. Pokey L, what do you got? She's. I, are you even excited about any video games between now and the, the Switch coming out? The thing is, I'm just going to play Nintendo forever, and it's only going to be Pokemon, and anything that I can get my hands on for the uh, the Nintendo Switch, hopefully we get a console. So like are you worried about the Switch's release at all? The only worry I have is that there won't be enough of them for me to grab one. It's a legit, it's a legit yeah, worry. Yeah, there you go. That's good. All right, next question. Hello, my fellow broke video game nerds. Black Friday took all of my money and probably my free time as well. As a frugal gamer, I pride myself that I complete almost every game that I buy. Well, looks like Black Friday has messed that up for me. I got eight 
new games for free or very close to it, and now my backlog is stressing me out. As you guys pointed out last week, I have a system to play the newest games for little to nothing and sometimes even make a few bucks. It's all down the crapper for the time being, so much so that a game that I had been enjoying, Dishonored 2, has lost its appeal. I was playing it stealth, so it would take a while to do it. Do you guys lose interest in current games you're playing, even if it's a great game when you get a new one? What percentage of games do you think you beat? I would say mine is about 90%, but that's mostly because I have OCD. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thank you, filthy animals. Game on, friend of the show, BMC. Let's refer back to the beginning of the show when I started talking about trying to beat a game that I bought two years ago <laughs> on the PS3. Yep. And now I'm uh, a whole generation later trying to beat Borderlands the pre-sequel now. Um, I always lose interest with the games I like. And I think it's part of me. I want to draw them out and make them last as long as possible. That's the reason I'm playing Pokemon the way I'm playing it. I'm trying to get as many hours out of it as I can. But a lot of times the side effect is I, I spend forever playing a game that I love, taking it nice and slow, and here comes that shiny new game, and I'm like, ooh, piece of candy. And there I go right over to play the new game, and then I forget where I was in the old game, or I've lost interest in it, and I'm on to the next thing. And it causes me to almost never finish games. We talk, again, going back to Borderlands, Borderlands 2, I've never played any of the DLC. Now that I have the Handsome Collection, I have all of the DLC. I haven't even gotten back into it. So I'm very bad at finishing games. I'm very bad at getting back into them. I'm like a mirror image of that answer. I don't... There's games... You know the games I finish because I become obsessed with them. Example would be Batman Arkham Knight. Like, everything ceased to exist. I played that game until I was done with it. And those are f- those are few and far between, though, because and I think in this day and age, the problem is, is like we'll get into Final Fantasy, right? And I'm just going to call it out right now: is that Blizzard will go and do something cool with Overwatch, and it will draw me away for just a little bit, but long enough that when I come back to Final Fantasy, I will do exactly what, what the Dead Eye Knight said, and that is, where the fuck am I, and what was I doing? You know, and especially in these games that are huge story driven and maybe you were in the middle of a mission or you're on your way to the next you know part of the of the story it, it, the fragmentation of it just causes so much problems for me where I love Transformers devastation and I haven't finished it. I loved Transformers Devastation, so I was super excited for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutants of Manhattan, and I haven't even opened it. Like I was super excited for that game and I haven't even bought it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's so you know, that's that's the problem is that you know, even though I'm in Final Fantasy right now, it's like the next game I can tell you I will I will beat the story and I will I will f- try to find everything. I will try to platinum is Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> there it is. What's my timestamp? What's my timestamp? Uh, hour 57. This Woo! is a long show. You made it an hour and 57 yeah. minutes into the show without giving your uh, obligatory Horizon plug. Happy Metroid Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah. keep lumping them together. It, it takes the fun out of it for me. You take but, my ugh. joy away. <laughs> but yeah, I um, I do it all the time. It's, it's tough for me, especially with yeah. how many games I buy. Yeah, especially <laughs> I think getting into video game podcasting has made that even worse because I'm right there with you guys. 
I want to try everything because I want to be able to speak to it. And, hey, I played this for this long and I got at least a feel for it. And it's just there's too much. Like, the games are too long. Like, I can't put a... You know, I can't put 37 hours into Pokemon because I also have to play Dishonored 2. I also have to play... You and your know, name's not Test. Exactly. And not to mention, I think it's a little worse for me because I still have that that hankering and that love for my favorite game, which is League of Legends, so I still have to put a little bit of time into that each week just because I enjoy it. So and that game eats time. Yeah. You could legit play that game... 8 to 12 hours a day, 7 days a week, and I wouldn't get sick of it. It's just that good, but, you know, so you, I still have to get my fix, but then I have to do, you know, game A, B, and C, and it's just, I'll I'll put a good effort into Final Fantasy 15. I'm enjoying it enough to the point where I feel I'll put that blitz of time into it, like, right now. If, if I get distracted where, okay, I'll play this game over the next few weeks, ain't going to happen. Like, I have to put as much time into that game right now since it's new in order to beat it. But Final Fantasy XV will kill Dishonored 2. Oh, yeah. I, I probably won't on put Dishonored 2 back in my system. And, now, and I'm with uh, Buttmasher Caleb. I was thoroughly enjoying Dishonored 2, and I was doing the same thing that he was doing, doing it stealth mode and trying to, like, you know, make it a difficult, more enjoyable experience. And I was having a lot of fun. I probably won't put that game back in my system. Now, we do have somebody here. I'm po- very different than very all of you. Very different, where you just kill every game that you touch. The way to do that is not touch as many games as you guys touch, True, though. true, true. So I don't have to share my time, as Jazzy's explaining, throughout the week with different games. I like Pokemon, so I'll play it. Or I like, I was uh, before Pokemon came out, I was playing Luigi's Mansion. So I still plan on finishing that game. Just because I got a new game, I, I still completely... Uh, Believe in myself to get back Did to it. Did you finish and play. Kirby Planet Robot yet? Also, we'll complete that one as well. You're slacking a little. I'll bit. complete them though. After like you, I'm a completionist with now these that you're kind a, of games. Now that you're a married woman and you're working forty hours, that forty is plus a hours a week. Yeah, that's a different thing in my your life. Your gaming has slipped. It's a little bit less, but <laughs> um, having a Pokemon game means I'm with my 3D system more. Um, so I'll be like switching in and out with Kirby and Luigi and whatever else I have. Donkey Kong, I still want to finish. So I know that now that I'm picking up my system more, that will help. Yeah, so. Cool. Thanks for the question, BMC. Next one, I think we can all agree that Yo Noid was perhaps the greatest video game ever created. Yo Noid! (laughs) Shout out Chops. (laughs) I was... (laughs) I was thinking about corporate licensed games and how much I enjoyed them. MC Kids, Yo Noid, the Burger King games. They were dumb, but you know you love sneaking up and surprising people with burgers. Uh-huh. Especially if you get wet for burgers. Especially when. <laughs> it's a bummer that companies now just make app games. So my challenge today is for you all to pitch a game based on a corporate entity. But don't worry... I don't. You don't have to think about what company to choose. I'll assign them to you. Grimlock, Michelin Tires, Jazzy, Orc and the Exterminators, Deadite, Coors Light, nice. <laughs> Pokey L, AMC Theaters. We'll put a poll up on Facebook, Gamezilla Group, to decide who has the best pitch. Winner of the best pitch wins a slice of pizza. Good luck, Xander. Can I start? 
Go for it. Okay. You were first on the list. 2D Metroidvania style game in space. Michelin Man, sick of Earth, people not replacing their tires, driving around on spare tires because they're busy buying PlayStation VRs. <laughs> Grim. And <laughs> so he takes. Irresponsibility of the game. <laughs> so he takes off into space, runs into space pirates. Never heard of those guys before. And these weird little things that have little teeth and they're like jellyfish. And he has to exterminate them all so that he can make sure that the people on Earth can still drive with rubber wheels. I hate you. This so, could be we a call it platinum game. Super Michelin Metroid Tires, <laughs> the game. It's only available on the SNES. Greatest game ever. I hate you. You have the <laughs> syndrome. Let's make video games great again. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, so here's mine. I have Orkin, right? My game is going to be in the style anymore. of... No, you don't! That was the laziest response you've ever given. You're like, hey, Graham, come up with something creative. You're like, yeah, make it Metroid, but with tires. Uh, no, it's not just tires, man. It's the Michelin Man. Yeah, make okay? it Metroid with the Michelin Man. I mean, I failed to mention that Michelin Man's actually in the Metroid suit, so you can't even tell who it is. But, you yeah, know, you, you find know, that... That's the twist. You Samus don't know that. Samus rolls around, and it's a guy made of tires. It's perfect. I don't, oh. Again. This is my new Grimlock voice. Again, <laughs> it will sell. <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs and play Final Fantasy. This is probably what's going to happen, yeah. So my Orkin game is going to be based upon Sim Ants, if you've ever played that game. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So you're going to be- Wait, these- wait, 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 wait. S- wh- were you with us? No. The, y- I found that game. Oh, did, did the other you? day? My oh my gosh, I love Sim Ants. That's, that's something I literally tried to forget so hard. <laughs> I a saw, lifetime ago. I like you freaking me out because I saw it the other day at at a store, and I was like, "That's a thing! Like that <laughs> yeah, exists!" Yeah, yeah. And you like it? Okay, c- yeah. Continue. I, I'm yep. I'm intrigued now. Is it gonna be Sim Ants? I'm right? gonna have a stroke now that I've. Return that into my brain. <laughs> Would you like to go back to Michelin Super Michelin Man tires? No, because he he's at least he's at least trying. <laughs> I don't know Sim Ants. Is, I don't know if Sim Ants is a legitimate so listen. Try. All right, it's like Sim Ants, and you're this colony of ants, and the uh, Orkin exterminators are trying to destroy your colony. So you have to basically put on all of these like pieces of armor with like lasers and stuff like that, and destroy the Michelin Man with your ant colony. So you can upgrade your ants. We're going to call it Super Ant Metroid <laughs> Orkin Man. <laughs> I'm having so much fun looking at you right now, Ebone. I quit. I so quit. Oh, no, you're good. I actually like your answer, but I just love poking. I like poking the bear over here. <laughs> chop, chop, chop. I am going to poop in the studio one day. <laughs> And you guys will have to sit here through a whole show smelling my crap. If you're yeah. So you poop, can know what my life's like. Yeah, <laughs> woo! If you're going to poop, just poop in that No Man's Sky box right there. No, I'm going to... It's already full of poop. It's right by the vent, so it'll it'll uh, help make the room smell I'm good. I'm going to poop in the Bioshock box just Ooh, for Scrub Love and Caleb. Wow. Throwing shade. Ooh. Chop style. Secret shade. That's All right. right, let's hear about your you know Coors Light game where you're going to drink nine-day-old nine Coors Light and... So so here's the deal. You're you're a college student, but you're underage. And it's going to be like a Metal Gear Solid or Dishonored style stealth game. We have to sneak past police and various adults and different things like that to make it to the liquor store to get the Coors Light to make it back to like the frat house or whatever. And you got to get to the, the beer to the girl you're trying to score with. So that's your goal. 
You're the frat boy trying to get the Coors Light, and you got to stealth your way past the police, and maybe you'll have to kill someone to get it. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, that got dark real quick. Yeah. That's the sociopath in you. Yeah, absolutely. I will kill for beer to get back and get with this girl. Yeah. It's just the first of many apps of Coors Light college years, right? Yeah. <laughs> More to come. Yeah. That or sounds you're sad like, and alone. That sounded Coors like Light. an iOS app. That's what that sounded like. Right. We're not even going to call your, that your Super game, Coors Light no, Metroid game. No, your game sounded <laughs> like something get that, title. That, that Nintendo's going to sue somebody and take it off the internet. You see this box Don't right here? Don't throw that. You see this box? It throw says it. it says Metroid Prime Federation Forces, okay? We, we don't have to look past Nintendo. They're bad enough that they'll go make Super Michelin Metroid Tires the game because look, look at this. Look at it. Stop. Stop. What you're saying is is irrelevant because I just came with a title for my game, Metal Beer Solid. Boom! <laughs> How is that any better? That is- Metal Beer Solid. I just won this competition. Everyone's going to vote for me because I came up with the best name, Metal Beer Solid. Yeah, it's about All right, 2%. Let's- Life presents Metal Beer Solid. I definitely don't think I can top that at all. No, you can't. AMC Theaters is not as cool as beer. Um, so I guess my idea for this is pretty basic you kind of play like a roller coaster tycoon game where you have to acquire more theaters and you have to purchase better movies and in rewards you earn employees to run your awesome theater and the employees are actually characters from movies this is that disney app you play this is the disney app you play every day this is not quite the same (laughs) the employees is similar but i mean just think if you had like Peter Vankman running your AMC theater, passing don't, out popcorn. To don't people. try to manipulate me by picking one of my favorite fictional characters. Also, also think about this: Super AMC Theaters Metroid Prime. Perfect. 3D. Metal Fears <laughs> on the VR. <laughs> VR. You could go to this theater and watch movies in your house. Metal Beer Solid. I won. Well, we'll see what happens with the polls. I will be putting up each of our (laughs) names on the poll. Listen to this episode of the GameZilla podcast. You decide, as the fans, whose game is the best. And then you vote on the GameZilla group page on Facebook. And next week, we will see who gets a slice of the pie. We're giving away pie? Yeah, Xander said he's going to give a slice of pie to the winner's story. Slice of pizza. Pizza pie. Ooh. Xander, I like pepperoni and bacon with a butter crust from Hungry Howie. You can get my slice ready because Metal Beer Salad is the winner. Xander, I like Silver and Beach that's the Pizza. Bottom line. Silver Beach Pizza, <laughs> West Side of the State. Hook me up. And that's the bottom line because the Dead Eye Knight said so. Can I get a hell yeah? No. <laughs> I love the little cutesies. Like every time he goes to do something, she like copies him. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. they're connected. Oh, I know. They're, yeah, well, we're yeah, two turns in a bowl. Real. From the first <laughs> time I, from the first time I met her, when he's like, "Yeah, I, I met someone. She's super cool," and I was like, "She's super cool because you've literally just brainwashed her, ruined her." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am ruined. I'm like, she was probably a great person before you yeah. came along, Ethan. You ruined her. I'm like a mini me for Ethan. I yeah. think. Yeah. With All boobs. Right. Double E boobs. <laughs> no, just one E boob and one double E boob. Yeah, he's going to be yeah. that character he's trying to bring the beer back to in the game. That's right. Yeah. All right and I had you. to murder a cop, and now we're married. <laughs> Love. Thank you for the question, Xander, as always. And our last question is, well, last question sent to us by a fan. We have another question for a very specific person in this room. Me. 
Many people go down in history as one of the greats, simply because they lived in different eras. Floyd Money Mayweather never had to box Muhammad Ali. Sidney Crosby never had to go toe-to-toe at center ice with Wayne Gretzky. Tom Brady will never have to scramble against the 1985 Chicago Bears defense. John Cena will never have to fight out of Bruno... San Martino. San Martino's bear hug. Luckily, we live in such a time where two greats can collide. On my visit to the Legend of Retro, I called out Pokey L to a challenge of epic proportions. She commonly, re- <laughs> she is commonly revered as Motor City Gaming's resident Pokemon champion. But it seems like a new challenger has approached. As the absolute legend Ric Flair would say, (laughs) To be the man, you gotta beat the man. You're now on a platform where you have to answer this challenge. Can we make the Sun and Moon Pokemon League a thing? Or is this Battle of the Titans due to never happen? And L goes in the books as one of the greats, as opposed to possibly the greatest. Dicks out for Gilasopod? How do you say that? Pokiel, help me out. I haven't found that Pokemon. Gilasopod? We're, we're married because both of us are illiterate. I'm going with Gilasopod. Gilasopod. Dicks out for Gilasopod. Test. Is Gilasopod the. I like think you're Pokemon you're trying to avoid like the me? question here. I'm just saying it could be. Um, I think I I would love to have a challenger, especially because I'm always a skeptic of myself with you know my own abilities in Pokemon. Um, I feel like I'm actually one of the characters in the show who like loses and is like, oh, good battle, you did amazing. Like I'm not super like harsh about it, but I am competitive. Like I want to try my best. I put out my best Pokemon, so let's do it and see what happens. She doesn't even let her husband win. She doesn't even let him play with certain Pokemon. Yeah. I just have a basic strategy that I don't think is any way unique. Um, But Ethan likes to put up characters in Pokemon he likes, so sometimes he'll lose. Yeah, she doesn't even even let him win. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. That part in Pokemon where you can, like, comb your Pokemon and, like, he'll love you more and be stronger, that's a fucking lie. I, I always comb my Pokemon. <laughs> he does, actually. It, it's actually quite creepy. I'm saying that unless you like, 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 who's a good liking rock? You are Doricat. You are very good. You're a very good boy. This is legit. Okay. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I, we're not I making it up right and now. And I'm like, I like hold my DS like, hmm, I love you, DS. Yeah. And then someone comes over and puts my, their hand on my shoulder and like, what you're doing is really nice. Like, spending time with this, this boy. Oh you know, my gosh. You know, I gotta, gotta do what I gotta he do. He treats his Pokemon like pets and, and friends, yeah. and mine are slaves who will like, Whoa. go Whoa. into challenges. So, I mean. Whoa. Damn. Now, now the, Pokemon lives matter. Now, I, I have to respond to Test. <laughs> you know, my wife, Pokeyal, she's my best friend. And Test, you just made the list. <laughs> the list of the Deadite. <laughs> That's for my wrestling fans out there. Am I on the list? Because the real goat, you can put Ric Flair up there, the real goat is Chris Jericho. And I'm the Chris Jericho of the Pokemon League. 
Oh boy! Oh, here oh we boy. go. So yes, we should get the sun and moon <laughs> Pokemon League together and make it a thing. There's the answer. You and me test. Woo. You and me test. All right. Drink it in, test. Drink it in, man. Keep in mind that if you get eleven <laughs> of your buddies test to call out Grimlock on social media, he will join the league. The Eugene of the Motor City Gaming Pokemon League. Yeah. I- I'm not. I'm, I'm going to come. The only thing I can hope for is that uh, I get we get the twelve callouts and I have to play and I surprise everybody. I just want to be the underdog that comes and just shakes the league up because I know I'm not going to win it, but I want to shake the league up. The only thing that'd be surprising is if you actually followed through and participated. That'd be the only surprise. I have to now. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I just want to like put together a team where after the battle, people aren't like, "Why the fuck did you bring that Pokemon?" No, that's <laughs> what I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were all looking at your team like, "What were you doing?" Drugs. You train with your heart a I little just, bit too much. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I just love Dragonair, and he was not a good choice. <laughs> He's not a good choice. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> all right, we do have one more question, and I believe I'm going to hand this Wait. over to the Deadite Knight himself because I feel like we might get. Shunned and stabbed, and not man with sh- Pokemon are slaves to her. So we could be locked in the studio for a while if we ask it. I mean, I'd ask it, but if but if if Ethan wants to Give go, to I, me, I understand. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, she wants it from you. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> so just lay back and get comfortable. Okay, I want your mind free. I want you thinking, thinking. No rules. No this laws. So no right laws. Now. Okay. So if you're new to the Gamezilla podcast, this is a question we ask every guest. That's right. So take off my jacket before though. I feel like you're gonna get that messy. <laughs> when you're when you're laying there and you're just you know wanting it, and the only options you have aren't human, but in fact are Pokemon. What Pokemon would you have sex with? Oh, boy. Which Pokemon have I not had sex with? That's another answer. (laughs) Another question I should ask. Let's take that back. Which Pokemon haven't you fucked? Um, So, no, to answer the original question here. She's usually on Tumblr looking at Pokemon porn. I believe it. Well, that happens. We we actually sent Pokemon porn back and forth. (laughs) We've been doing that for years. We have. Um, the basis of our friendship. <laughs> so I was sick of hearing everyone just wanting to get with Jinx. I'm like, Jinx is not sexy. Jinx is gross. And all the guys want to get with her. She's like the hooker of Pokemon. No, I think the problem But now they want to get with Poplio, so I mean, yeah. really, it's, I think the problem with Jinx is that once you get past the BJs, I don't think anything else is that good. She's spooky. I mean, she yeah. could be like a witch, probably making no, you No, she got a dick under that dress, for real. <laughs> oh, for sure. Okay. So, my answer to your question is a Pokemon um, that has everything I would want in a man. He's strong, he's a professional wrestler, and his name is Machamp. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> she wants to get manhandled! She so likes him handsy. Four arms, just for me. Wow. Four hands, and that makes 40 fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so he can he can that's hold. Not, that's not that's not correct. That's the correct. How many fingers do you have Five, on each hand? And then another times. Yeah. Okay, so it's less. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's still. 20. I love. I love this you. Is you're why beautiful. We're yeah, you're beautiful. It's but still you're twenty, not and that's a lot of fingers. <laughs> yeah. So forty though, because he's a freak. But if no, you um, add in the toes, twenty is good. 30. I can sell that for long 20. dick. 
But um, he's got forearms to, you know, pin you down or oh. turn you around. Oh, my. Oh. Whatever you ask. There's some thought put into this. And four hands because you're going to need four to hold up those double E's. <laughs> I know. Two for the boobs. Two for anything else. Got it covered. I kind of want to see this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's why, ooh, that's why when I play Mortal Kombat, you see Goro, you're like, you're like salivating over there like, Goro, you know, what big arms you have. Like All four Al, of them, Goro. Like, Al, why are you over in the corner naked? What are you doing? <laughs> She's got a cheeseburger. She's got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Machampa's using three arms. She's because sma- one hand has the She's just burger. smacking herself with a whopper like, yeah, <laughs> give it to me, Goro. <laughs> This got really fucked up. Let's move it on. Thanks for the answer. Oh, it's our course. first. I think it's our first Machamp, though, right? I think, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good. legit answer. I do. I like the answer. I like it a lot. Yeah. I, like I feel lot. like you thought a lot about this answer. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, episode 133 of the Gamezilla podcast in the books. Check us out every Tuesday. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. If you enjoy listening to us, please hit that subscribe, like, heart emoji, poop emoji, whatever it is that you can give us. Give it to us. We want it. We want it hard. Machap style. <laughs> Make- give me that seismic toss, baby. There you go. Check out The Legend of Retro, our other podcast hosted by Chops and Xander, focusing on all things retro gaming every other Thursday in those same great locations. And don't forget, DetroitBeardCollective.com. Go there. Get everything you need for your beard. And don't forget, MC Gaming at checkout. 20% off, $25 or more, which is better than the Cyber Monday deal. That's good. I, I hope hopefully no one listens to that because you just you just shot down their their own marketing. It's okay, Cyber Monday was yesterday, so that's, let's move on. Yep. That's true. The, the the deals keep rolling in. They want to go through us. I would like to give a shout out to Invalid, aka Braden, for picking up a cinch controller using our code and then sharing it out. He's uh, he's loving the new controller and. Uh, I, I didn't even expect him to buy one. It was kind of cool to see that someone has been listening to us and and uh, thought about trying a pro controller. So let us know how you're liking it, Braden. But thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. And until then, game, game on. on. Man, Pokey L, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, stay as long as you like. Yeah. I mean, if, only is if Machamp coming? Jay and I are twins, and if like I get behind him, then we can like pretend like we have forearms. Ooh. Okay, well, I'm married, and now I'm leaving now, so, well, see ya. I'm married, and that's my wife, and I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> there are six arms in this room. I didn't think you were all still listening, so now I'm going to leave. <laughs>